Hello, everybody. Yes, indeed. Uh, Jimmy Pardo here from Never Not Funny. You know how this works. I'm going to give you some pre-copy, and then uh, we're going to get right into Never Not Funny. Well, this one is that our friends at Mac Weldon are back, and they are better than ever. We love Mac Weldon. In fact, you don't have the if you don't have the video, you uh, you don't know that I'm wearing a Mac Weldon T-shirt as we speak. Uh, very comfortable, right through the uh, the shoulder, the arm, the bicep, right around the torso. Everything about this T-shirt is great. Premium fabric. Shopping couldn't have been simpler. You go right online, a couple of clicks. Throw in a couple of numbers, you're comfortable. They've also got underpants, which I uh, I may or may not be wearing right now. I, I've got a, a drawer full of underpants. I don't have just the the one they sent. Uh, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies. We have a hoodie at my home from Mac Weldon that we love. Now they have a silver line of underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. Uh, that means they eliminate odor. Now we want you to be comfortable. They want you to be comfortable. If you don't like your first pair. Keep it. They're going to send you a refund. No questions asked. Now, not only does Mac Weldon's underwear, underwear, under there. <laughs> not only does Mac Weldon's underpants, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well good as well. <laughs> Very plus well good. Oh, <laughs> uh, who am I, Donnie T with that one? They are very anti-microbial. Well, I guess that's what it is. Damn it. Mike. Uh, <laughs> microbials are going to be a disaster when you get these underpants on. It's going to be awful. My microbials are not going to know what to hit it, and I'm going to put it in jail. <laughs> go to MacWeldon.com right now. Use the promo code PARDO. You're going to get 20% off. Go to MacWeldon.com. M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N, period, C-O-M. Get 20% off using promo code PARDO. Never Not Funny is right around the corner. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. You want daddy to give you the business, and you got it. Oh, I didn't expect that. No, I reject your premise. What is my name? Yeah, turn your back. I'll take a swing at you, old man. You've stunned me to silence, sir. My show, my rules. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to Never Not Funny episode. Boy, I didn't do any uh, pre-question on this. Uh, uh, 1910? Correct. Hey, hey, my headphones just got caught in my lap, and then they pulled out of my ear. What is this crumb on my crush? <laughs> That's that's what Trump said, right? You got crutch crumb, crutch crumb. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know he goes and he throws a little crumb on their crutch. Is that what he was do- talking about? Just helping uh, ladies clean up their. I uh, think that area? he was trying to clean their lap. Exactly. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Right. Guy likes it clean. Oh God, he seems like a good man. Uh, welcome <laughs> that's in. That's right, guys. Thirty seconds, and we're already talking about. <laughs> we're already. Well, how do you not? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is the most. And it's not even political at this point. He's a he's 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 the host of The Apprentice. Yeah, that's that's who he is. And the fact that he's gotten this far is is insanity. And uh, but now, again, now that we'll get away from the political aspect of it. Uh, if that had leaked eleven years ago, and we uh, were doing a podcast eleven years ago, we would be talking about we would talk about it now. Yeah. Then uh, because the phrase, as you said prior. Uh, Grab him by the pussy. Is a ridiculously funny phrase. <laughs> and it's I was, I was mad that we didn't debut that on our show. <laughs> I was mad that he scooped us on that phrase. It's a, that should have been a Dirty Carson. Uh, I'll tell you what I would do. It was uh, one time, uh, Ruth Buzzy was on, and she looked over, and uh, after uh, she whacked Ed McMahon right in the back of the head with her purse, Artie Johnson grabbed her pussy. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I mean, yes. right? I so, mean, that's exactly what Dirty Carson would say. Now, that does not excuse what no. this fucking animal said. As, as, if it's not clear, we are making fun of assholes like that. Always. Even when I say I get tailed back in the, in the, in the uh, behind. First of all, okay, then you get a lot of tail in the record store, which is why that's fucking funny. Well, this is a crazy revelation. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, I'm making fun of the guys that brag about that shit. And if you never got that... Uh, well, maybe I wasn't clear. I'll take some responsibility. Now, maybe we were trying to split the difference. Maybe get or, both sides on board. Or maybe I was trying to show up. I don't know. What I, the point is this. Uh, it's locker room talk. It's just words. What we do is it's, 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 it's a record store backroom talk. Yeah. It's what you do. It's talk, right? You bring a back there. Hey, it's a Tiffany cassette. Let me grab your pussy. Like, that's what I would do. Right? And it sounds like Donnie T also went shopping from time to time. Sure. And he would go, hey, where's your deaf lever? Grab the puss. Like, he knows it. He, he went gets. furniture shopping. I mean, that's his move. <laughs> that's his move. That's his move. I, 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 know, I know where to get really nice furniture. Even, even he even has to brag about that. She says she's going to furniture. Outside. I know where to go. I know where to get really good furniture. Really? Yeah, and uh, where, honestly, I, th- this does bring up the question: Where does he go shopping for furniture? All his furniture is made out of solid gold. It's all. It, it's it, fucking horrible. It's all. It's so ostentatious. Like yeah. you go to his place. Go to his place. I've never been to his place. <laughs> no, you see those pictures. <laughs> or when uh, the apprentice would go there. You're in my home. Yeah. And you would, you would just look and go, who would live in that? Yeah. And so I'm sure Nancy O'Dell thought the same exact thing. Like right. I'm good. Why would you even go with him? That's so crazy. I don't know. Ellie, do you have a thought on this? I just wanted to ask Dirty Carson. Yes, yes, I'm right here. What did she do? Who's that? Ruth Buzzy. Well, she she, she, uh, she already hit Ed in the back of the head with her purse. Oh, he was trying to get to the bottom of one of our other longstanding questions. Oh, I Ruth see. Ruth Buzzy, uh, what she, does she what do? What does she do? That's a great question. That's a very good question. Uh, still no answer on that. According, <laughs> according to her uh, Twitter feed, she gardens. <laughs> oh, I like to go out there and uh, you know move around a rake from time to time. She'll also uh, probably have to let her husband uh, uh, bury his uh, cock right in the turf. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky to have finished that. Holy shovel! Bird. Not even happy with any of it. What did I want to say? I forget. Garden. I already said garden. Turf. At any rate, uh, I think turf was the perfect. Yeah, so we're not. Excu- let's be very clear. We are not excusing what that yeah. animal said. And as I said prior to the show, and I'll say it. Uh, that should that should go without saying. The unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are excusing it. They are continuing to defend him and support him. Oh God, I I actually I, I walked away quite frankly, and I think Trump is a, a despicable human being. And I'll say it. I mean, he's right in that basket of the deplorables. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's holding it right. He's he's a, he's a little red riding hood. <laughs> He's uh, swinging it from arm to arm, right? He's got it in there, and you know the, the, your uh, your alt rights in there uh, dancing around in there. He's going deplorable picking. <laughs> <laughs> that season, that season. Yeah. So he, uh, but what sickened me more was Billy Bush. Yeah, hated him. I never liked that guy to begin with. Truth be told, I always found somebody to be a sniveling little suck up. But uh, yeah. what he said when they got off that bus, when he goes, uh, yeah, he turned words into action. Right? How about a little? How about a little hug here for the Donald? Yeah, oh, yeah he, that was super creepy. He just got off a bus. First of all, I don't, I don't understand that second part <laughs> yeah. at all. He needed a hug after that trouble he had with that doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> I hated Billy Bush. Right? And Gary, what did you? You said he was like a. Uh, uh, he was like a nerd sucking up to the jocks. That's what it was, yeah. right? Oh wow, yeah. yeah. And then the, the, when they're they're just when they're still in the, oh look at you, you scored Donald. Oh the Donald score. I'm paraphrasing, of course, yeah. but it still was like, yeah, looking at a side of beef. Oh fucking horrible! Oh, look what you get. Horrible. And and let's be clear. Uh, look, I've been in locker rooms, and, and there's always one guy that wants to talk about 
oh man, I fucked this chick last night. I had her fucking legs up around her ears. And I, I walk away from that guy yeah. as quickly as yeah. possible. I do not engage. Right. And anybody that I'm friends with that talks like that, I don't really spend time with anymore. <laughs> I, I don't. I can't remember the last time I ever I seriously talked. I've never talked about a conquest because I think it's sickening. Truth yeah. be told. But it is still hilarious to me. It's still hilarious to to pretend like you're like that guy, and because it's so not who we are, it just makes me laugh. All, I was just laughing thinking about it because it's so fucking ridiculous that anyone would be like that. Now it's make insane. no mistake, I got a lot of push uh, on the road. Right? <laughs> no mistake. Let's not dismiss the right, fact that I grabbing it left and right. Oh, a lot of people were looking at you like that. I would walk off the stage, and I my they would just put their pussies in my hands. Oh, wow. like I didn't even have to grab at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I want to say too that um, with comedians, comedians make dirty jokes off yeah. stage. That's like I, female, male comedians, all sorts of things. This is not the same thing. This First, is not no. the same. He's thing. He's not funny, right? He, oh, look, man, that pussy's a funny phrase. Well, fair it, enough. It's a really but funny it, line that he stumbled into yeah, just exactly. by being a monster. He accidentally yeah. said right. something really yeah. funny. But it's like it's like it's hard to know if he was really relating a thing that happened or a thing he wished that happened. We can't. We don't know for sure yet. Well, apparently. Someone came out in the wake of it and said, oh, said he did that exact thing. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Which is an insane to me. I mean, it does sound like empty braggadocio and yeah. the fact that he has really. I mean, I totally to me, it's the stuff leading up to it and after that makes it so disturbing. It's all the context. Like you said, in comedy, people make jokes like that. And it's the context is we're joking around. We're not being serious. The context here was. I kiss women without them wanting me to, and I'm famous, so I get away with it. And uh, and then, boom, walk out of the bus, basically do exactly that with Billy Bush's encouragement. Yeah. So the the wraparound of the of the major like the centerpiece of the thing was, yeah, I really do this shit. And so, but I kind of felt like. I guess just because I can't imagine anyone doing that. Like, well, he probably hasn't really grabbed a woman by the pussy before. Right. That's fucking insane. I, I can imagine him kissing somebody on the cheek, then they kind of turn away right. or something like oh, that. Oh, there's, there's many accounts of women saying, yeah, he kissed me without, uh, you know, against my will, against my wishes. But grandparents do that to children, so. Right. I think that's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is, it is a lot worse to grab someone's genitals without their permission, I would say. Well, now you're splitting hairs. <laughs> Pussy hairs. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. We're going to go time and traffic right after this. Uh, but first, here's some Bon Jovi for you. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, this guy's still going to get 40%, guys. Enjoy that. I would, I, nothing, and again, this isn't politics anymore. I, nothing would please me more than on election night for that entire map to be blue. Just just to yeah. really show the rest of the world that we are not a nation of hate. Yeah. You know, that's all, whether you like Hillary Clinton or not, it's not even about that. It's about not, because this isn't, as I've said, it isn't, he's not going up against John McCain, or she isn't going up against John right. McCain, or even that piece of shit Mike Pence, right. uh, who, you know, by the way, I, you independent people out there, do the research on Mike Pence. Seriously. Yeah. That guy hates women maybe more than Donnie T. Yeah. So, yeah. And really hates gay people. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and is a tyrant. I mean, just read about uh, what's the ones if you're gonna have to look it up for me. But the stu- the superintendent who was elected uh, state super- superintendent of Indiana. Look it up on your own time. But just find out what he did in 2012 after he got elected. It's 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 anti-democratic. Basically, he's not a good man. He yeah. is not a good man. And I affect uh, most of uh, my Indiana friends were uh, grateful that he was uh, took the vice president uh, 
candidacy so that uh, he'd stop being uh, around Indiana. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, again, it's uh, we're, we're focusing on the comedy of it. Right. Uh, not but I think what you're going to say is like she's not running against another politician with with positions and policies. Right. Uh, he has terrible ones of those two, although he can't articulate them when asked. Uh, I don't think he does. I think he has thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's everybody's awful uncle at the at the Thanksgiving table who's like, oh, here we go. You read something right. somewhere, <laughs> like exactly so right. fucking uninformed, and you like you think you know something because you read a blurb and some bullshit thing somewhere. Except when it comes to when he talks about business and money, it's like I, I, I even if he failed, you still had millions, and still yeah. he has millions. But I, I I'm tired of hearing about how he knows the tax code better than everybody. His own tax accountant said he doesn't know anything yeah. about the tax code. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've not heard that. The guy who yeah. did his taxes was like, he doesn't know anything about the tax code. I did all the work and he didn't care to, like, I tried to explain things to him and he didn't want to hear about it. He would just go, yeah, yeah, fine. That's what everybody says. Even that guy that, like, wrote the autobiography with him yeah. said that he couldn't pin him down for more than 10 minutes. That yeah. he just, like, would focus in and then... That's the other thing. They they said they used to have to go... They, they, they realized they had to go in in groups of two because he lied so much that if only one of them met with him, the other one wouldn't know. Like, they, they basically had to, like, have someone there to corroborate. Like, so we know now two people know you said that. Right. Because otherwise he could say, oh, no, I never said that. God, he is. A- this is the people he worked with. Well, <laughs> and then even the other. Who worked for him. It, it, I don't know how it's happening. I don't know how it's happening. It's crazy. And maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. Maybe come November 8th, the, uh, the, that map will be all blue. And uh, Well, no, that's, that's not going to happen. It might. You never know. You never know. What if a, another clip comes out tomorrow? Well, the next one, everyone's waiting for this, this Apprentice thing to drop because they, they, apparently they've got much worse on him, racial stuff. Oh, wow. um, the problem with that, though, is, look, and I'll make a blanket statement. A lot of the people that are supporting him probably aren't going to be offended by that. No, well, they weren't offended by the the pussy thing either. So it's just like, yeah, uh, it's he's gonna he's gonna hold on to that percentage, yeah, and that's what it's gonna be. And there's gonna be some states that uh, that vote for him that you know they're uh, they're locked in. They're locked into. The, I mean, I was appalled, honestly, more than anything else over the past four days. The thing that appalled me the most is the applause break he got when he said he was gonna lock her up in in a fucking debate where they're not supposed but, to make any yeah. noise. That's how much people hate hillary clinton they 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 hate her so much they will say i know i'm not supposed to make any noise but i cannot contain the joy that you have just inspired in me by saying i'm going to put a woman in prison what a what a ridiculous thing to say he's just Uh, it's again it's that's something a tyrant would say he's a tyrant and he's going to be in charge of November 9th. He's thrilled about it. Right? Right? Let's not forget our stance on this show. Yeah. We talk about That's it. That's a good point. Comedy. Now that let's, we've gotten all that out of our system. That's, that's right. Let's, let's not forget our stance. We're going we're gonna to MAGA. Uh, hey, where's our guest? I'm a little concerned about our guest at this point. I don't know. Time-wise. Uh, I will tell you that I uh, never got confirmation via email that... Uh, uh, hang on. I'm getting... A, well, I'm getting... Uh, here you go. Uh, Garen Cockrell, please answer that telephone. Answer the telephone. You may need to go to the door. Move that bus. <laughs> Maybe that's what Trump was saying. Move the bus. <laughs> right? They're on a bus. Let's move this bus and take Hey, look at those legs. Hey, move it, shorty. I, I literally want to <laughs> throttle Billy Bush. I want to throttle I can't believe it took two and a half days for NBC to suspend him. Like He wasn't suspended until like no, last he was, night. No, he was going to go on the air tonight or yeah. today and apologize. Somebody must have woken up and go, we can't. What the what? hell are we doing? Right. He is as bad or worse than Trump. Awful. Like And... 
Right. He should have been. Uh, that should have been minute three of this whole thing. And by the way, NBC and Access Hollywood, they were sitting on this all week. So NBC fucking knew on last Monday. Well, and they, didn't do shit all week. Well, that conspiracy theory can be that you know that they're in the they're in, you know with letting them on Fallon and SNL and all that. Oh, stuff. I think they were holding it to figure out how to get the most ratings. And do you really think so? Yeah, because they were done with. Uh, apparently, they were ready to run. They they didn't take them five days to 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 you know produce. But they didn't those even give it, They didn't even do it. They did after the after the post broke it. MSNBC no, 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 that, that, ran it, of course. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, but they didn't even break it. They right. had the chance to, and they right. chose not to. Right? They only did it. They only put it out. Scrambled to put it out once the Washington Post already had it. But I just, to me, uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on with NBC. They enabled this guy for a decade with his shitty show during the birther shit. They could have fired him for that. Well within their rights. Wish they had. Uh, replaced him then the show would have still been a success with any other famous asshole it wasn't him he was not the no. appeal of that show he was watching the people do the challenges so and then you've got him on snl normalizing a fucking extremist creep uh making him a fun you know prop and then you got fallon patting him on the head like three weeks ago uh like he's a puppy dog and then this bullshit i just i cannot believe that this network uh if you want to point fingers burnett mark burnett uh, who still has the gall to fucking support this guy and and is protecting him by not letting these tapes out and, and right threatening to, to sue right right he's them? yeah he's trying to bully people into keeping a lid on whatever other terrible shit is in the closet I saw him at a concert he seemed like a good guy <laughs> is he I, I meant to look this up he's from England or something isn't he I don't know if if he's I don't know if he's an American citizen now but uh, can you not fuck up our country yeah, dude stay out of it you've Brexit. made them enough of a mess just fuck off now right go back to the hey uh, uh, you voted off the island <laughs> yeah, you got him <laughs> yeah you voted you vote off the island you're fired try spoken <laughs> right that's my final answer we'll do it all <laughs> he's the weakest link <laughs> That's not a, the Oscar goes to now. Who's that? Who's at the door, Garen? I thought. Did we talk about? Hey, somebody's wearing a costume. <laughs> somebody's coming in with a hat on of some sort. Now, can I ask you a question about that hat, Andy What's Daly? Happening? I'm in the show already. Is yeah. that a hat courtesy of Carmax? Is that right from wardrobe? <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought this hat my damn self. You do with probably with that Carmax money, huh? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> they give you a car. Uh, no, they didn't give me a car. You walk around that lot, they say, pick any, anyone you want, sir, is yours. Uh, okay. Just take Mr. off your Miyagi yarn situation. jacket. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Miyagi. They pulled a Miyagi at me. No, they didn't. They, they, at no time did they offer me a car. No car. That's, but that's what they're known for. But that cars? would have been a used car. Do you think that's, is that something you want to get out of the deal? I wouldn't Here's mind a used, a, car. a used uh, Tesla. They got Teslas on the lot over there? There are no used Teslas. <laughs> None of them have been used at all. They <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying nothing but uh, it's hard. It's got to be hard to get a pre-owned Tesla at this point. Okay, <laughs> hey, old man. If you don't have the video, I've got the video. No, Not I don't mean you. you I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the listener. <laughs> for the last, try to do business and you you clunk up business. Nevernotfunny.com. <laughs> Just for the last ten seconds of the show. You got to get it. And by the way, I'm going to make a grander, even a grander statement. And never not viney or partoism to any of you. You don't make a vine of that. This is business now. You're blocking viney. I'm blocking viney on that. You, oh, this is shit. business. But it would be a great vine. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep that six seconds. I don't want it out. <laughs>
<laughs> Andy, the other we're talking about grabbing pussy. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Head down to Seven Eleven. One at yep. a time. One at a time. Seven <laughs> Eleven slide all over again. <laughs> we'll follow it up one by one. Larry will go down there. How many different ways can we try to grab pussy at Seven <laughs> Eleven? <laughs> but but it's not grabbing pussy. It's grabbing them by. Them. That's right. That's Somehow worse. <laughs> yeah. Not somehow we're exactly worse. And no, but it's like he invented a new way to be a creep. It was, it was, and this is not this is not a run of the mill misogynistic statement. No, <laughs> this is extraordinary. Do you think he learned how to deal with women from the movie Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> wow. Oh, I don't. <laughs> 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 he was probably what was he in his thirties or early forties by what? the time the movie. I don't came. even know what that means. I don't even get it. <laughs> I don't even get it. In Crocodile Dundee, there was a woman who looked a little bit masculine, and Dundee goes to check and see uh, whether excuse or not. Me. Oh, right. Excuse me. Crocodile Dundee. You don't, just, <laughs> don't just disrespect it. I'm like sorry. That. I didn't mean to disrespect the crotch-grabbing Dundee. That's like me saying Obama. It's President Obama, and it's Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee. Dundee. Absolutely. No, no. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. I do like him just calling him Dundee, though. There was something Dundee. like something familiar about it. It was like, you're not friends with this character. Well, it's pretty clear he's workshopped this whole idea. <laughs> what did he say to the masculine woman? Now I'm on tender hooks. Yeah. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Sounds like the, he grabbed him by the crotch. Yeah. It, was a, it was a transvestite. A tra- a well, there was transgender one earlier woman. in the in the movie. He grabs. He, he was told somebody was a man who uh, looked like a woman, mm-hmm. and then later he sees a woman. Kind of emotional for you. Uh, l- later, he uh, he meets a masculine-looking woman, and instead of assuming whether it's a man or a woman, he goes and checks. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm disappointed we didn't all know this because it's actually a pretty good reference. Now That's that why I, I get I I did against my better judgment. I actually laughed when he said it. I thought I didn't get it. Andy Daly made us laugh anyway with this. No, no, I don't. It turns out it was a very nice reference. It's Elliot, a very deep, obscure. So this is one of the differences between Australia and the United States that were explored in that movie. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah. We have transvestites and they don't. Uh, right. He didn't. He had never seen such a thing. Yeah. Certainly not been not in the eighties. God, Boy, sure. I need to revisit that movie that's clearly very offensive by modern standards. Uh, it probably is, yeah. Don't be thrown by the Twin Towers. They show up in that movie. Yeah, that's one of them. I remember, right, that's, I remember seeing that. There, like People were showing Trading Places and Crocodile Dundee both have prominent shots of Great. the Twin Towers. <laughs> As they should, because yeah. they were shot then. Right. Why are we hiding it? Put your Spider-Man posters up. <laughs> well, that was, wasn't that like a week later? Yeah, but they still were there. They, he didn't bring them down with those webs. He it, was holding himself it, up. It looked like sure he was didn't trying try to, to stop him from coming down, though, did he? <laughs> exactly. No, you know what? You're right. A couple, a couple of well-placed webs would have held them up for long enough so. for the... Con- Although they fell straight down. Can you have to be helped by web? Uh, well, let's see. He would have needed something higher up to web them to. One of those planes. <laughs> no, that would work. The planes were already Third down. Plane. Yeah, third plane. Third plane. Third okay. plane. In Flight 93, as it goes overhead, web yeah. it to that. Web it to that. There, you save those people. Uh, yeah, and then you set the buildings down in a safe, soft spot. So here's what I'm starting to believe, based on our conversation. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's not real. Because <laughs> if he was, he would have saved that day. Yeah. Is that something we can agree on? I mean... I'm asking a question. Yes, sir. <laughs> Spider-Man's not real. You're confirming it now. Oh, I can... Yeah. All right. I've, I've seen pictures. You believe Spider-Man to be real? Have you seen pictures or drawings? I used to only see drawings up until a certain point. Right. But then I started seeing pictures. You saw photographs. Yeah, around 10 I've or... I've seen a Japanese Spider-Man. I don't know if you guys have seen that. 
You're what? crazy. You're saying there's more than one? I think there might be a is it, a is it a whole race of men? I've just been told that there's he's not real. Now you guys are telling me there's an Asian? Well, he's got a mask on, so you don't know if he, he uh, himself true. is he Asian. He could be traveling. Could be he on appeared, vacation. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's crime in, everywhere, Jimmy. That's right. Yeah. Do you suppose anyone has ever tried to irradiate a spider and get bitten by it? Just to see, like, if it could happen? Yes. Someone has tried it. Don't you think so? They Probably. must have. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I considered it seriously when I was a child. I'll admit <laughs> it. I definitely wanted that to happen. I think so. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say for sure. In fact, look it up, Garen. Look that up and see if anybody's ever done it. On the computer, not by staring at me. Unbelievable what's happening in this room today. Where's your T-shirt from, Jimmy J. Group? Uh, no, this is a uh, Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon. You can go to MacWeldon.com right now, uh, Andy Daly, and get 20% off. Is that accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Use code Pardo, if you would, P-A-R-D-O. Oh, really? Get yourself 20% off a Mac Weldon T-shirt. I literally admired a sponsor's product. <laughs> it is did. great. Uh, the, the pants, I'm wearing a very rare uh, black jean today, Martin Bow. M-O-T-T-A-N-D-B-O-W dot com. They are not a sponsor this week. Uh, but you can also go there and you get, if I'm not mistaken, uh, some sort of discount. Some sort of a, uh, What's the code on the, that? Is that also, also part of it? I don't know. Off the top of my head. Yeah. Maybe you need a suit. Go Indo- to in- Indochino.com. <laughs> <laughs> what can we get you? You need a shave? We got Harry's. Oh, Harry's.com. I can get you a free trial set if you're interested in something like that. Really? You looking for a new mattress? You in the market for a new mattress? Casper. <laughs> go to Casper. My son sleeps on it loves it. These are these are, these are some nice spots. You're gonna get fifty bucks off on that mattress, Is that right? Code yeah. Pardo. How much the uh, the mattress go for? About a hundred bucks. Uh, no, I think it's uh, four five hundred four fifty for the uh, twin. Four, four, nah, four fifty for a twin. That's not much of a discount. Oh, go to, they go to, <laughs> Hey, that's a hell of a discount. You're going to go to a department store. You're going to pay twice that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You, are you, he sounds like you're in a bad mood because maybe you need a snack. You're a little hungry. Try Nature Box. Nature Box. Nature Box. Yeah. yeah. I love Nature Box. Yeah, they're great. Have we covered them all? <laughs> uh, probably not, actually. It's amazing how many people we've... I'm going to ask you this. He, he's in that bad mood. Maybe you like to uh, laugh. Maybe you want to go to the Now Hear This podcast. Festival, uh, October 28th through 30 down in Anaheim. You're probably going to be there anyway. Some oh, your, I am going to be there. Yeah, some of your favorite podcasts will also be there. Oh! We're going to be there on Friday the, uh, the 28th at 10 p.m. Really? Probably up, going up against Comedy Bang Bang. Small crowd for us. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they do that? Why would they put two? Well, we're, we're not 100% sure. We don't yet. know for oh. sure. We don't know for sure. Either, uh, we might follow them. We might precede. No, they're not doing a midnight show. Well, we would probably be following them, if anything. Probably some shows at eight and then some shows at ten. Yeah, I can imagine that's good. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. All right, let's take a break. Wait, you got some information? Uh, I've seen stuff about someone who burnt their house down trying to kill a spider. Uh, <laughs> boy, oh boy, it's really not the same thing. And at all. then there's an article on IO9 that's what would really happen if you were bitten by a radioactive spider. All right, what's it say? Uh, there's a lot. It's it goes through all different comic things here. Uh. Oh. Looking for real answers. <laughs> we don't want comedy. We want facts. Yeah, if I want comedy, I go on a bus with Donnie T. <laughs> it doesn't even... I mean... It doesn't even say anything. It doesn't say if it kills you or not. That's what I, I no, want. I've always no. wondered, if it, would it be any worse than being bitten by a regular spider? Like, does the radioactivity pass through? Well, I guess it depends what kind of spider, because some spiders uh, bite you and kill you. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's a spider that could kill you anyway, or, or let's say it's a spider that couldn't kill you if it bit you regularly, would, okay, it, but would that, it change that? Would it make it deadly? I think it would make it into a Spider-Man. Would it kiss you deadly, like Lita Ford? Oh, wow. I went to a party on Saturday night. Yeah, what D- happened? Didn't get laid. Got in a fight. Oh, no. Oh, it ain't no big thing. Oh, good. All right. We'll be back. 
Matt Bellin, I have a package here. What's that? Well, this package comes to us from Movement. No, it's your cock. Oh, no. No. It's <laughs> looking at the wrong package. Oh, boy, I wish I could wrap a watch around my cock. <laughs> that would make me feel good about myself. And I know what time it is more often. Mm-hmm. Right? What about a pocket watch with a chain? You could wrap the chain around Wrap it. that around? Then it'd be like uh, Michael Hutchins in excess? <laughs> oh. What happened? Is that what he did? Uh, well, did he? Wrapped a pocket watch around the cock? No, he it was... Uh, yeah, he was, he's the uh, autoerotic I was doing it. I can't say any of those words, which is why I chose to make you do it. <laughs> I kind of mumbled my way through it myself. Uh, now, listen, movement watches. They just sent us a gorgeous watch. This is yeah. the, uh, the gun metal uh, with the sandstone leather. And uh, that is a good-looking watch. These watches, uh, I love a minimalist watch where it's just like, you know, the face is very, like, there's just, the, you got the, the hash marks for each hour, and then mm-hmm. you got the hands, but it's it's beautiful. And uh, uh, good size. That's actually the smaller of their two sizes. This is smaller. Right? I, have yeah. tiny, I have a tiny little wrist. I but got, but I it's a nice bigger. size still. Yeah, yeah. It's still like, you got the bigger one. I got the bigger one. I didn't bring it today, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'll admit, I'm not a watch guy, but I love the look of these watches. Sometimes you need to wear a watch. Uh, you're going to a wedding. You're going yep. to a, somewhere where you don't, uh, where, like, the, the, the running bracelet isn't appropriate. Right. Uh, but you still want to accessorize. Mm-hmm. Uh, you throw the watch on. Now, listen, these guys are great movement watches, Matt. Uh, it looks great. It feels great. Uh, the, now, here's some backstory on these guys. Oh, let me hear. Company was started by two broke college kids who, that wanted to wear stylish, wa- stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So what did they do, Matt? They bought the factory? They bought the factory. They, they started their own watch company. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how is this like you? Wait, how is this like how you started? Built a following, launched into podcasts. Oh, that's copy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at this. I'm very, we're, we're good. We're very good at that. People, you know what? I'll say this. Whenever I go on the road, people people say that our commercials are the only ones that people enjoy listening to mm-hmm. because we do we have fun with them. You sound like Donnie T again. What did I say? People, now? people love our commercials. They, love they say them. they're the best commercials, the best out there. Every now and then they'll mention that Paul F. Tompkins, but uh, I love our commercials. They're the best. Uh, but uh, we're pulling back the curtain. Okay, we're, we're showing you how the the machinery works. Just like uh, if you open up a movement watch, you'd see the gears are working inside. You would, and you'd see them working overtime. Or right now, coming to a grinding halt. <laughs> Somebody's got to wide this watch. Uh, movement watches started just ninety five dollars. Uh, now, listen at a department store. Uh, you're looking at four to five hundred bucks for something like this. Yeah. Movement uh, figured out how to uh, by selling online. They were able to cut uh, out the middle man and that retail markup uh, providing the best possible price point classic design quality construction styled minimalism beautiful website too if you just want a great beautiful website i mean you can get a look at these watches they have an instagram account you can see uh, their watches in the wild if you want to check that out but i say go to mvmt.com and and look at some of these watches and and uh, and just enjoy the the design of their website if not the design mvmt i'm sorry mvmt watches.com watches.com (laughs) that's what i said it's it's nowhere near what you said listen we could argue about it all day i said it uh here's the deal uh these guys have already sold over five hundred thousand watches in over 160 countries well let's get it let's bring those back here to the states yeah now here is the mandatory call to action you get 15 percent off today that is with free shipping and free returns nice by going to m v m t watches.com slash never you understand yeah you're never gonna see a better looking website well it's a, it's a, or a better looking watch for that matter 
The watches are clean. So hung up on the website. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't disagree though. I enjoyed uh, navigating that website. Yeah, I got to pick out what watch I wanted, and I love. I love the way this watch. I'm serious. I had a hard time choosing. There's so many nice looking watches. It was really tough. There's too many. The culture these have gone into that big and bulky, or they've gone into like a gaudy kind of a gold looking bracelet for the man. Right, and that's not my bag. And I know it's not a lot of bags of men out there. No. Right. Talking about man bags. <laughs> Talking about man bags. Put it around your wrist. You're going to look great. You're going to get compliments on it. Uh, I love it. Now's the time to step up your watch game. Uh, go to mvmtwatches.com slash never. Listen, this year's all about movements. Join this movement. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 1910. Uh, that's our 19th uh, season, 10th episode of the said season. Uh, welcome back to the program. We've had some fun talking about popular culture in the first segment. Uh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Jesus. Holy what shit. the fuck? God what damn it. What? Yeah. Oh, that's my fault. That the gavel wasn't there that's to hold my it up. Fault. That's 100% my fault. We lost a marble. I hey, guys, we're losing our marbles over here. <laughs> this is crazy. We're crazy. I take ah. full blame for that. That's all, right. all on me. We had a picture down. It's okay. That's Where's the marble. The marble a picture was, uh, I got it. It's, it's our Kojak, uh, Kojak marble that uh, fell to the ground. I, I'd say we all overreacted to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was shocking. It was shocking, though. You do not Just expect a little. that. A little. <laughs> I'm, this one can go right back. Luckily, Alex Robinson's wonderful sketch is, is safe. It's, there's Beauty nothing wrong with it. Kojak, what is that, a Kojak marble? Kojak marble, yeah. Remind us how that's spelled, Jimmy. Oh, it's spelled incorrectly. <laughs> it is... Uh, K-O-J-A-C-K. Kojak. No C in Kojak. No C in Kojak. That's exactly right, Andrew. Oh, isn't that something? Is that Don? Did Don show up there for a second? Don showed up for a second. Don DeMille. Yeah. I understand. Oh, I understand he got the, uh, he's, he's finally registered to vote. Oh, yes. Heard I heard that, yes. Don DeMello has registered to vote That's for the correct. first time in his life. The... Never really cared about politics. <laughs> he's never Just cared Never had any interest. Never never had a candidate. Never Why felt this he had a dog. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Something about this election just spoke to him. I guess Do you it's know who he's voting for? Election. I did not get that information. I just know that uh, Saturday morning he woke up and uh, found a place to register to vote and he did it he did it yeah hell bent on doing it that's what i heard he finally i guess he feels like he's got a candidate this time all right well there's uh, there's only two running as far as i uh well i guess there's four if you want to count the two that you know we'll get one percent could be any any of those four you think it might be jill stein (laughs) you think it's the doctor don likes jill stein could be (laughs) what is she a doctor of she is a doctor isn't she it's, it's in her title. Yeah, they call uh, her Dr. Jill Stein. Yeah. They also called Bill Cosby Dr. for about <laughs> oh, 12 years. <laughs> oh, nuts. What? <laughs> that was a little underreported story about Bill Cosby that uh, his Bill, uh, the Fat Albert writers wrote his uh, dissertation for him. Did you hear that? No, I did, I did not, not oh, yeah. hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, it was just a little in the in the stream of things that were coming out about him during that time. Somebody said, "Oh yeah, I was a writer on Fat Albert, and he asked us to write his uh, doctoral dissertation for him." Jesus. Wow. <laughs> or hey, hey, hey. And that's who you <laughs> want yeah, writing your PhD thesis. Yeah, a bunch room. of cartoon writers. <laughs> <laughs> what that's so it was bizarre. an educational yeah. show. Uh, you can, oh was it, how what, do you pitch that? How do you walk in and say that? I can't. I, I, I mean, I've run yeah. a writer's room. I don't know how I would walk in and guys. Uh, hey, uh, you do my homework for me on a massive scale, <laughs> right? I guess you offer to pay them a little extra. I guess yeah. that's what happens. Scratch. That's huh? how that You're works. right, though. It was a doctorate of education, right? It was a PhD in education, and so I guess maybe they did have some writers on staff that were sort of in that field a little bit. I don't know. Um, but I think the paper was specifically about uh, Fat Albert. <laughs> 
<laughs> but and its impact on society, that Something sort of thing. like that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. I remember being kind of bored by Fat Albert. Maybe it's because I didn't know as a kid it was educational. I just it was a little preachy. Like, it was preachy. You get preachy. Yeah. I just wanted to see them play the trash cans. You know what I mean? I just get back on the fish vibes. You know what it, I mean? That's it what did I feel like a bait and switch based on like if you had heard the bit like on his albums and you're like, oh, this is comedy. And then you watch the show. And you're like, this isn't funny. This is supposed to uh, this is trying to teach me something. Well, if you're not careful, you might learn a little something, too. Right? Uh, they said that right up front. They did. They warned us, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And it was hard to be careful. Oh, I certainly wasn't. <laughs> I walked away learning something. Every damn time. Right. I learned how to drop a pill and a drink and then I got my way. That's what I learned. Oh. They taught it right there on the Cosby. Yeah, that would happen. The, the Brown Hornet did that from time to time. <laughs> Is that uh, was that one of his characters? Yeah, the Brown Hornet was the TV show that the characters loved to watch. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, all right, well, let's go around the horn. Let's say hello, oh. everybody. Check in with everybody. And now that we've uh, had the disaster of that uh, sign falling, I had to bring the gavel uh, home. Oliver's making a short. Uh, uh, episode of one of his new series he's uh, shooting this weekend. And What's he, the series? The gavel. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet, he's, uh, but he's written a uh, little oh. short. Uh, oh, okay. You know, he did the Star Trek one. He did a, uh, an episode of Star Trek oh. that he wrote. Oh. And, uh, Is he directing these as he, well? Uh, he directs. Danielle does most of the directing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he directs and stars and writes. That secret part was louder than the other part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to put your hand on the other side. Oh, I see. I you, see. you aimed it right in. Aimed it. I got you. Okay. <laughs> oh, so it should have been over. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Over there you see how that makes a difference? Oh, boy. It really does, especially <laughs> in the headphones. We can't yeah. hear you at all if you do it like this. It's completely inaudible. What? Well, actually, now you're proving my point. That's okay. too much of a secret. <laughs> uh, he's doing it. Yeah, he wrote it. Uh, it's uh, where where is this uh, being? We shoot screened? it around, right around the house. No, oh no, no! They but, screened his last one at school. Oh yeah, oh. yes, because uh, when he met his teacher, she uh, said, "What are you interested in?" And he said, and and then she said to us, "Is this something I could show?" And we were like, "Well, we'll, we'll show it to you, and you you decide if you want to show it." And, uh, now, did anyone learn anything from that little piece? They weren't careful. <laughs> it was good. I mean, it's getting you know, out for an yeah, eight-year-old yeah. making a little Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was nice. It's a lot of, uh, uh, Andy, this is Matt. Matt, this is Andy. Say hello to each other. Yeah. It's a lot of introducing people. <laughs> Zoe has tried to do that with her friends, but they in- insist on improvising the whole thing. So it's just like 13 minutes of uninterrupted, just nonsense. Yeah. Do There's no edits, Good really. There's like minimal edits, but it's just like... Uh, yeah, it's kind of impossible to watch, actually. My kids make those iMovie trailers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zoe it does that too. It looks great. It looks great, right? Really great. Because all the editing is like predetermined, basically, yes. right? So you just plug in the shots that you decide to shoot. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful. We did one of those uh, when Oliver was running for, uh, not class photographer, but uh, document. What, what, what's the word, please? Anybody? Class uh, historian, I guess it would uh, be. No. no, that's not it. That's Treasure? not it either. Uh, ombudsman. Mm. Class ombudsman. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's got to be ombudsman. <laughs> you know what? Let me ask Danielle. Let's see. You might be right. There's no question it's ombudsman. Uh, Is it? It's not treasurer. No, no. It was a story like to go around and take pictures and oh, document oh, I stuff. See. Okay. Uh, but we did one of those. It was like the James Bond trailer. Documentarian? One. Might have been that. All right. But it was cool. I agree with it. My whole point was I agree. Uh, how easy it is and how they look great. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Just drop it in. Boom. It tells you like do a group shot, do right. a single shot, do a close up. It tells you. Right. You can't screw it up. That's honestly, they're learning more than I did in film school about how to make a movie. Because <laughs> like it does kind of teach you the different shots and, and like what how important editing is. I think it's great. Well, my son's shooting a short film this weekend. 
Wonderful. Well, I got to find something to do. <laughs> I got to get out, I gotta get out of the way. He's not casting you? But it's all children. It's all, it's all kids. Oh, man. It's That's all kids. Amazing. Yeah. You can't come in there and like be the bad guy or something? I'm going to upstage my kid in his own little thing. Uh, how are you so sure you'd upstage him? I'm pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's a, an assumption. <laughs> that's true. That's a great point. That's a great point. I actually, in my head, got defensive because I have credits. That's why. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm from television. None, none of them are. Mm. Although he's in that new, uh, he's in Renegades. He's in Star Trek Renegades, my uh, my son. Is that right? Is that really? Yeah, the web series. Wow. He plays uh, wow. Uh, young uh, uh, Pavel. He plays. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Plays Pavel Chekhov as a kid in You're flashbacks. Kidding. It's pretty that's cool. Genius. That's really very cool. We were there the, uh, the day they shot it, and it was uh, it was it was neat. It was oh. really neat. Never seen Walter more proud. Yeah. Walter showed up on the set. First of all, he walks on the set. He's He's a god. He's a oh, god. He's god. A, yeah. a legend. Oh, Walter's here. Yeah. You know, then he walked around and then Oliver was shooting his scene. It was really, really neat. That's cool. Really cool. Wow. That's a, and it's a really smart move because he does. I mean, he looks like that's probably what Walter looked like at that age. So it's great. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Very proud. Very, very proud. Hmm. And he's and he's good, and he better continue to be good because I don't know how long I have for this business. <laughs> <laughs> Need a new earner in the household? Oh, I, uh, Take yes. some pressure off. Yes, and make no mistake, I will be the parent that steals that money. <laughs> make no mistake, I will be that parent. I was manager, and I commission ninety eight percent. That's how it is. That's right. Yes, we came to an agreement. Uh huh. And, and he and he knows it. I've explained it to him. Yeah. 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 Dad, whatever you need. That's what he said. There you go. You get that in writing. Mm-hmm. You recommend I get it writing? Get it in writing. Okay. You know more about legal things than I do because you were uh, you said yourself you ran a writer's room. So you know a lot about writing and contracts and such. <laughs> yeah, we do have a lot of legal conversations in our room. We should have hired a lawyer at some point in well, our writer's room. Well, with your show. Yeah. Right? Right. We run into all kinds of problems. Uh, but my brother is a lawyer. I ask him legal questions. Is that true? Yes, You'd bring uh, Steve Daly into it? I do. From time to time. That's not his name. Not bring, give me the first initial. You bring Peter Daly into it? <laughs> Very close. Paul Daly would come hey, in. There you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Paul Daly, lawyer, sometimes weighs in on things. Is that right? And where's he based out of, in case I need New to? Jersey. He's in New Jersey. Yeah. I don't recall him ever giving a definitive answer, funny enough. Like, <laughs> like the answers are usually like, oh, that's an interesting question. Could go this way or could go that way. And so you go into the writer's room and kind of go, well, we can do whatever we want. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that every time you ask a lawyer anything? They always, they'd love the idea of let's just, let's explore. There's no definitive thing. It's like, no, just say yes or no. I just yeah. need to know if I can do this or not. Am I allowed to eat this animal <laughs> that I found in the street? <laughs> is it legal or is it not legal? I, 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 like, I don't think it's hygienic. I like eating roadkill, and I need to know if I'm going to get arrested yeah, for it. Yeah, the legal barrier is not the main barrier to that. What, what, yeah. is, what is Just health and safety. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> I clean it. I dust, I dust hey. it off. <laughs> I think you can eat roadkill. Yeah, no, I actually I, I went to school with a, a kid whose dad used to do that. You used to eat roadkill? Yeah, he would, he would grab roadkill and cook it. Example of roadkill. Um, Raccoon? I, a deer. A female deer? <laughs> Ray. A drop of golden sun? No, no, his name was Ray. Whoa. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, all right, we go over there to the Pop Culture Reason Info Desk. That is, of course, sponsored by dogpal.com. We welcome in Garen Cockrell. Garen, how are you? Good, sir. How are now, you? Now, you as a homosexual man, uh, are you offended by grabbing pussy, or are you thinking it's uh, maybe something you want to give a shot? I think it's something everybody should try at one point. All right, just want to make sure. See how it goes. See how it goes. See, I like it. <laughs> See, I mean, everyone should know what it feels like. Now, Gary, refresh our memory. You never, uh, you don't have to talk about it, but you've never experienced a time with a lady. No, I have not. Even in high school, you didn't like after a dance? No. Okay. Don't make a face of me. I'm not... I've never gone to a dance. 
What? No, I never did any of that stuff. Don't bring this. This sounds like act one of a great movie I want to see. (laughs) (laughs) Time for just never. Never did it. The tarot cards say you got to write a movie, right? Was that what they told yeah. us? Yeah, I think yeah. that should be in the movie. No dancing. No, I think you should like you should. There should be like a. This probably exists actually. I'm sure this is something that happens in Los Angeles, like like high school dances for people in their 30s, because you know how people are always trying to like bring back nostalgic things. Well, they have that. At, uh, they'll have the retro night for parents. Okay, where, what's that? Where's that happening? Uh, uh, give me like a school fundraiser. It'll yeah, be like, like an like, '80s theme dance oh, or right. something like and, that. You know, Richard Blade will come and MC it and mm-hmm. uh, spin some discs. Yeah, it just sounds so sad. <laughs> really bad. <That's laughs> and I, by the way, I love the '80s. I love. Yeah. It. But if they did an '80s night at my kid's school, hoping to God I'm out of town. It'd be a bummer, right? Somehow, I, all of us at our age dressed up like we might have in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I still have all my clothes because I still think the parachute pants are the most comfortable thing I've ever worn in my oh, life. Really? God, they were comfortable. <laughs> anyway. Did you? Yeah. Did, were you? Uh, when you look back at photos of yourself in the eighties, are you like, yeah, that was the eighties? All right, I was in it. Oh yeah, really? Oh, I was in it. Wow. Miami Vice jacket. Really? Mesh T-shirt. Man. Mesh T on me. <laughs> Bonkers. A mesh T-shirt in, a, in my first headshot. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it's a hot pink. Okay, that You're I have not seen. Kidding me? I've seen the SNL headshot, but I have not seen. No, this that. is this is when I was Jim Pardo. Oh man, hot pink, but it's a black and white, so it yeah, uh, it, it looks maybe a little uh, off uh, gray mm. uh, with a white Miami Vice jacket over it. That's my first headshot. How old I, I have to see this. <laughs> I was uh, how old were you in '85, Matt? <laughs> eleven. I was eleven years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the same year as Matt. Uh, is that right? Yeah. So you were nineteen. Uh, what? You were nineteen. Wait, you said eleven. <laughs> I'm saying in re- in reality you were 19. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My older brother who also took the same picture. He's 19. <laughs> we never had uh, fashionable clothes at any time. Why? I, every every anything I wanted to wear was always an argument with my parents. Was always money. Oh, they just, blocked you. Just about money. I just wore my brother's jeans and flannel shirts and. Stuff like that. So I, I can't look back at the 80s and go, oh, man, I was so 80s. It's just I looked like a slob, a regular slob. You just look like a <laughs> late 70s is what you looked like. Yeah, it looked a little more 70s. Yeah. Right? There was a lot of flannel shirts, and just my dad used to go on business trips and always bring home T-shirts from wherever he came from. So whenever I look at pictures of myself from, like, age 10 all the way through high school, I'm wearing, like, a Madison, Wisconsin Beavers shirt. Like, <laughs> oh, just shirts from all around the country. Your father did what for a living? He was, I think, uh, <laughs> uh, he was a salesman of telecommunications equipment, particularly picture phones. Whoa. That's what he did. He started that in 1985. Wow. Prior to that, he worked for AT&T, and prior to that, he worked for the phone company, back when there was only one phone company, mm. in some various management positions. But yes, from 85 until just a few years ago, he was selling picture phones. Even if, up to a few years yes. ago. People will wow. still buy, like, for, like, official, I mean, I mean if we all can do it in our in our pockets, we can picture phone people. But if you want to do, like, really, like, set up a remote classroom or arraign prisoners from the jailhouse without transporting them to the courthouse oh, yeah. that's like an official system that's got to be I set see. up so that was my that's what business. Mr. Daly did Mr. Daly did that John me. Jay or no not <laughs> Dan Dan Daly no, no. nobody would do that to a child Dan Daly Mike no. Michael yeah. Daly I like it's nice that's nice no, it's, it's not cool a guy named Michael Daly yeah. he's a good guy yeah. oh yeah really, I like him a lot Gene Gene Daly no no these are, these are not great Thomas no mm-mm 
David. Why do I even think this is a fun Did game? Did we already say David? <laughs> Clarence. Clarence, no. the worst no. guess I've ever heard. The worst guess. Boy, oh boy. You know what? I would keep your mouth shut. You got that Dundee thing in. <laughs> yes, I circled back and, yeah. and admitted I was wrong. You got the win. Now shut it down. <laughs> I get your point. I get your point. Uh, give us the first initial, if you would, please, Andy. By the way, we met him. You and I met Andy Daly's father. Remember at the, uh, oh, the yeah. Shakespeare... Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. What was that thing called? My dad. The, uh, uh, the Actors Gang uh, yeah, Shakespeare yeah. in the Park uh, situation. Did you go to that this year? I don't believe we did. What was it this year? Uh, yeah, I didn't go either. Oh, boy. They went four weeks in a row again. My son loves it. Wow. He loves it. Yeah, what was Maybe it? Maybe we went this year. What we was it? Yeah, I remember hearing what it was and going, yeah. Look, Garrett, mm, look that up. Actors Gang, Culver City, Children's Shakespeare. What they do is they take a Shakespeare play mm-hmm. and they combine it with some, you know, like Star Wars or superheroes or My Little Pony one year. Yeah, yeah I didn't like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was this year's? They said it was better than My Little Pony. That was the review. Low bar. Yeah, that one was rough. <laughs> but it's fun. Well, you guys don't know the mythology. That's the problem. You just don't. You can't connect to it because you don't know about uh, Twilight Sparkle and you know all that Apple Dapple. <laughs> That's about as much as I know. Yeah, Zoe watched that for a little while, so I kind of knew it for a minute, and now I forget most of it. We have revisited in our house. Uh, Good luck, Charlie is uh, is the Oliver's go to show mm-hmm. again. He watched them all. A thousand times four years ago. Now he's watching like all a thousand times again. I don't know it at all. Oh, it's a good. It's actually, you know what? Truthfully, told, there was an episode the other day. Where it was like this is the hardest I've left at a sitcom in a long time. Like wow. it, was, it was pretty funny. Now, does, has Charlie watched some Star Trek? Is he familiar with? Well, it? Charlie is. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Oliver. Has <laughs> Oliver watched some Star Trek? Oh, he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He he's watched the old original shows. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He uh, here's a quote. Uh, who would have thought it? At some point, my grandfather was a table. Hopping madman. That's what we call him. Because uh, in this episode, he, he jumps up on a table. Yeah. <laughs> did he do a big Russian dance? Or was that? I would imagine he did. Yeah, yeah. probably. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Got to. Looking for some wessels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, he's very, he's very proud of his uh, of his grandfather. Very excited. And has he watched the movies? We we've seen. Uh, you mean the originals? The ones with the Walters and. Yeah. Yes. And then we've seen the new Star Trek. The most mm. recent is the uh, one of the Star Trek Beyond Chris Pine uh, era. Yeah, mm. he's very good. That Chris Pine. Sure. I just saw a movie with him this past weekend. Is Hell it? or High Water. What did you think of that? I liked it. Liked it. Yeah. Not like didn't bl- like the reviews were so crazy, and it was it was a struggle to find a, a movie to see this weekend. By the way, why? Because there's some good stuff out there. What about Middle School? I we you know what open this <laughs> yes. I honestly did consider it, yeah. but it felt weird to go. It was like a date night, and I was like, I'm not going to see this without. No, that daughter. would be real weird. That'd be really weird. Yeah, uh, I do want to see it. It looks really funny. I, uh, it does look really funny. Mm-hmm. My, my yeah, daughter it came loves out the just this past Friday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you have a yeah. uh, premiere? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you've seen it? Yes, I've seen it twice. Actually, there was a little cast and crew screening that my wife was not available to go to. We couldn't get a babysitter, so I went myself. And I got, I mean, I full on cried two times during the movie, Really? Wow. which I was surprised. I mean, I've read the script. I was there, obviously, when we shot it. And I totally uh, cried twice and came home and told my wife, man, man, oh, boy, this movie got me. You're going to wait till you see. And then so we went to the premiere. She came with me. And again, now I've seen it. I've already seen it. <laughs> yes. And it got me those two times. And then another time, a third time. I'm like having a hard time, like playing it cool at all, like, like I'm doing that, like cryy breathing. 
breathing at some point. It completely got me. And I look over at my wife, and she is not crying at all. <laughs> oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the movie made her cry. It did not What's seem like wrong? a kind of movie that would be a crier. It is. It is? Man. Okay. Well, I I can, that's exciting. I can see it. I yeah, can, there's no question. Definitely there's funny stuff in it, right? I mean... <sighs> It's a crier. No, yeah, yeah, there's funny stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bring so. Oliver, I think, this week. Danielle's out of town. It seems like the perfect week to bring the yeah. boy to a Did you Now, are your movie. kids going to see it? I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't think so. They're we a thought young. about bringing her to the premiere. We were really on the fence about whether to bring her to the premiere or not, and... Um, She's nine, and we decided not to because not because it was going to be weird for her to see the movie, but because for her to be around all the Hollywood of it seemed mm-hmm. like that was going to be confusing. And I was particularly thinking of the kids in the movie are going to be so paid attention to and made so special yeah. that my daughter was just going to see that, and it was going to be like cocaine, you know? It was right. just going to be like, oh, oh, that I need to be in that position. That's what I want, yeah. Really, like feeling like to pursue stardom like those kids were experiencing that night. And, but we were really not sure about the decision. And so we didn't bring her. And then thank God we didn't. And I don't mean to be, and it sounds like Oliver's getting in the show business. <laughs> There's a right not, and a wrong way I to do it. Not. But man, and I don't want to be critical of anybody there, but what I did not foresee is that because this is a kid's movie, publicists who represent children who are not in this movie have them come and walk the line, the red carpet. So it's oh, like right. it, there was a long line of child actors from Nickelodeon shows and all that stuff who are all like glammed up and in the company of publicists and being interviewed on the carpet. And, all, and for my daughter to see that, I think, would have been very disorienting to her. Like, I agree. Who are these kids? What is happening? Yeah. What is the exchange? What is the transaction here? Yeah, yeah. Why it's, do some of them have makeup on? Yeah. Does she watch those shows? Would it maybe have been exciting for her to see? I doubt it. The guys I, from that wizard program? I don't know. What does she watch? She watched Odd Squad and uh, Bill Nye, Science Guy. Science Guy. I, I yeah. <laughs> I don't think she would recognize it. And a lot of cartoons. But you cried three times. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of wondering because like because my daughter's eight and I'm like because it's about middle school like do I want her part of me was like do I want her to see like kids getting to that point where they're like oh school sucks and we have to like defeat it or survive it like that kind of it's a very cartoony school that sucks in this movie but but I don't know eight might be a little young for this movie maybe you think so could be maybe. I, don't know. I took my son to see Caligula. So you thought this was going to be under this is inappropriate? Oh, you're fine. You're okay, fine. good. Yeah, All right. Fine. Uh, well, yeah, well, boy, I, I didn't know it opened. I would, I would have brought him uh, yesterday. I would have brought him just yesterday. I yeah, brought him. Yeah. We dropped Danielle off right there at the airport. I would have taken him in the motion picture house immediately. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. I But, but then even apart from the Hollywood part of it, I don't know whether to bring my kid to see it. Oh, no. Now you're telling me not to. No, 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 no. Just because to see, like... I, wouldn't it be weird to see your father saying things okay. he doesn't say yeah. in a way that he doesn't speak? Right. And and then on top of that, to be the villain yeah. who gets comeuppance, mm-hmm. all of it, I think, would be disoriented. Is that when you cried? <laughs> you put that blue paint on your head. <laughs> I don't dis- and, and luckily, we don't have that fear in my house. My son will never see me on the big screen <laughs> saying things I'll never say because I only do documentaries where I'm by myself. Oh, but uh, oh, very good. Well, your, your kids have seen you be funny in situations, right? They they know what you do for a living, I assume. Uh, yeah, but I don't know that they've seen me. Really? 
My, we took our daughter when she was like three or something to, to see uh, Yogi Bear, and she walked out of it early. <laughs> oh, no. Well, at some point, because it was 3D, and there's a scene where these fireworks kind of shoot out at the audience, and she was like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah, that language is appropriate. I think you can take her to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if she's heard you say that, then she's good to go. She can watch anything. Yeah, she watched a cartoon that I did a voice for, but that's about it, I think. But yes, they're aware of what I do. Yeah. And that's make people smile and laugh. Sure. They're well aware of it. And buy cars at a reasonable price. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She's seen some CarMax commercials. How could she not? Five-day money-back guarantee. Oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I I like that those ads, I I know, joking aside, guys, I like that those ads let you be funny the way you are funny. Can you talk about it? Can you talk about the process of those ads? Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was um, Sean Levy, who's the director of the Night at the Museum movies and Mm -hmm. whatnot, he yeah. was hired to direct the commercials, and when they were talking about who should do them, he was kind enough to suggest me, which is incredibly – I couldn't be more thankful. And he and I worked together. I had a scene in um, What Happens in Vegas, which he was uh, involved in, and then we did some promos together for Night at the Museum, and so that's why he thought of me. And so his whole thing uh, – he, he was very open to hearing my ideas, so some of the jokes in those commercials are my jokes. Right. Which is nice. Uh and uh, yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was fun to make them. How many did you do? Uh, six, and then four 15 second versions of some of those six. Okay. So, sort of 10 distinct different. All parts. shot one day? All shot, no, over, was it three days? Oh, Somehow great. it was shot over three days. Yeah. All standing in a parking lot in uh, Oxnard. <laughs> Were you oh, out in Oxnard? Yeah. Out in Oxnard at that uh, CarMax. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, who turns down, hey, here's, uh, you get to have fun and be you. You don't have to audition, you don't have to do any of the hoops. Yeah. Right? That's great. Good for you. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And they're good. I enjoyed them when they come on. Oliver gets very excited. Dad oh, is, yeah? Dad is your friend. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 I. You know what? I, I don't know if this is something I'm supposed to say as someone who works in television and does commercials, but we don't, we cut the cord. We don't have cable at all. So I have never seen them on television myself. I, can, mm-hmm. I only hear from people that they're on a lot. But I don't uh, think where I saw them, because I sometimes I, they pop up online. Yeah, or like on Hulu, maybe. Yeah, know. maybe. Because I feel like no, that's, they, that's all. That's the, that's the only place I really see ads anymore. They played them yesterday. I want to say during the baseball game. That's where mm. we saw it. Yes, and maybe no, not during. The, sometimes ads are run uh, in front of movies instead of you know like when right. you're waiting for the trailers or whatever. Could True. be that. That was not. Uh, I can tell you, it was not that. Because because it was just with Oliver yesterday. Dad is your friend. It must have been the baseball game. Yeah. So the, uh, the seems like one division of those series playoffs. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> you got rid of the You cut it, though, huh? What did I do? What are you doing? Sling uh, sling. You team? know what? We moved and just didn't bother to, to, you know, move the cable over. We just kind of dropped the ball and forgot about it. And then and we were like, oh, this is working just fine because we didn't watch much anyway. Like we don't watch sports. I don't watch cable news. I'm not going to do that. Uh, the award shows, it became increasingly like, I've never seen any of the movies that they're giving Oscars to or heard any of the albums. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was like, I don't need to see that. What, why do we have it? So something, you know, we'll, we'll buy shows on iTunes and stream them on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon and whatnot. And it's working fine. All right. Here, here is yeah. my concern. Cause I've thought yes. about it. When you get, you have the internet, I assume. Yes, we have the internet. <laughs> Sounds like you have it. Uh, is that more expensive? Cause you're not getting it in a bundle with. 
with cable or whatever? I don't know. We had a, we had like a internet and then we had direct TV, and I don't think that they were at that oh, they the point connected. that we had them. They weren't connected. Now okay, I think gotcha. AT and T has purchased direct TV, so maybe yes. there is some kind of a thing there. But I don't know. I don't know. I want to do it. Well, I want to at least switch to DirecTV because I'm so sick of my cable company. Boy, oh, boy. That's all you do is whine about it. <laughs> I know. I can't stop talking about it. I won't do it. I won't do anything about it. <laughs> but every time I can't connect a thing to the app, I go crazy. You know, the thing where they're like, well, you don't have this anymore. But when you're like, you get the app and you're like, oh, go to this site and then log into your, choose your provider. You know, that step. Oh, mine's always not. not and then the, it's not there. Infuriating. But you don't have it either? Even Time Warner doesn't? Time Warner. Or it's there, and it's like, uh, you're uh, not for this particular showing or something like that. Uh, uh, what's going on that they can't work this out? It's got to be uh, one button on one computer somewhere to, to make it happen. I don't know. Hmm. Don't Fix know. it. Fix it. I don't know. But <laughs> get, I, I feel the, the same way, man. Like it's like, I'm going to switch to DirecTV, too. And then it just seems like the hassle of... Yeah. And then you lose everything that you've recorded that's on your DVR. Oh, you know, do? Though that's what well, that's what I was away from you, right? Because oh. you don't oh. anymore. Yeah. I was going to do it over the summer because like now's the time to do it between seasons of TV shows. Right. But I just didn't do it. My parents told me a crazy story that what? they they had a cable through some company and they canceled it and got it through another one, and then somebody came to the door <laughs> from the original company and was like, "What can we do to get you back?" Wow! And th- just threw some some deal that they could not turn down. So they went through the experience of changing cable companies back. Wow! After yeah, huh. they went through all of that because this guy showed up at the door and was just like. What am I going to do? Six free months? I'll give you all these channels for free? Like, whatever. You, like, he just threw the kitchen sink at them. They're like, huh? Man, we got to do this. Yeah. I met your dad. He's a wise man. Still don't know his name? Nope. <laughs> no. I don't. We will, we will never learn. I know everything about Stan Daly. It's obviously Steve. No, but it was his oldest friend. His name's Stan. Oh, he's getting right? in the ballpark. Is it Walter? No, it's not Walter. Hmm. Steve. <laughs> Say that. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Steve. <laughs> and we don't know the first initial. You refuse to give us that. I have not disclosed the first initial. Robert. I, I think it would make things a little too easy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Victor. <laughs> no. Xavier. Xavier. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Adam. Alan. Andrew. Is it Andrew? No. no. Frank. Frank. No. Greg. No. G-H. Hal. Oh. Quincy J. Oh. Jerry Quincy. Oh boy, there's a lot of names out there. Oh, there are. Yeah. Kyle. No, it's never going to be Kyle. I, well, he says it might be too easy. So K. Uh, uh-huh, not a lot. Uh-huh. Kevin. A, yeah. No, that's not right. K L M N. Peter Z. R S T U. Wait, is it the same oh, as your brother Paul? It's Ulysses. <laughs> it's not Paul. No, it's not no, Ulysses. No. It's not Ulysses. No. 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 Abraham. You want me to get, I'll give you the first initial. You ready? Yeah. E. It's Edward. There you go. There we go. See? Well, you wow. made it one of the big. That you was one of the big kidding. five. Yeah. It is. Damn, how did we miss it? You mean, you're talking about the big five uh, vowels, right? I was talking about big five sporting goods store. <laughs> it was started by a guy named Edward. <laughs> They're still around. It's by, it started by five guys, but. Well, now they got that, hap- uh, that hamburger. Yeah, they switched over to burgers. <laughs> yeah. And fries. Which is going uh, all right, Gary, let's check back in with you. Uh, by the way, had a celebrity sighting on the way here. Who would you see? Hang on. Now we're going to do pre-theme humming while I... Come on. I've got a second one. I saw somebody at the at the Cat Stevens show. I saw a celebrity who sat not that far away from us. Yusuf. I saw Yusuf, yeah. He goes by Yusuf. Last Thursday night. Where? Staples? He was at the Pantages. You're kidding. Really? Yeah. 
I went to the Pantages a couple of weeks ago, and I'm about to go again. Who are you going to see? Well, are you going to see Edwig Ed, in the first? Mic? I want to hear that. I, I want to get through this. I want to do well, that. No, I want to hear. <laughs> no, uh, Matt, Matt, put that on hold. Matt, put that on hold. I want to know. Uh, I saw. I went to see the monkeys. Oh, and Pat right. Francis was there. Yeah. It was a great show. I brought my nine-year-old. And then and then two days later, I went to see Black Sabbath at the Hollywood Bowl. And I was like, nobody else in the world saw the monkeys on Friday night and Black Sabbath on Monday night. I'm the only person. <laughs> and then, But now I'm going to go back uh, at the end of this week to see Alice Cooper. Jethro Tull. Oh, you're going to go see Jake. You're going <laughs> to yes, go see Ian Anderson. I am. I'm terrified. Why? I'm so scared. It's going to be great. Is no. He, isn't it a one-man show sort of thing he's doing? <laughs> yeah, well, in the sense that the rest of the band has, you know, got tired of him a long time ago and left. Apparently, he's a hard fella to live with. But uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's turned into, yes, it's a rock opera yeah. about food production. <laughs> I mean, the description of what this show is sounds like he's tr- trying to drive people away in droves. <laughs> Does that mean no hits? Uh, no, he will play the hits. The hits have been uh, have been combined with new songs interwoven into so it. It's incorporated. So like yes. he's going to go, uh, hey, what are you doing over there? I'm sitting on a park bench. Yes, <laughs> stuff like that. Yes. Oh, yeah, God. we can assume that the old songs are crowbarred into some yeah. storyline about food production. <laughs> of all things. And it also has something to do with Jethro Tull, the actual man Jethro Tull, who was... Um, I think he invented a plow or something wow. like that. Wow. It's wow, going to be rough. Let me ask you a couple of questions. All right. I, there are shows that I will go to that I have a tough time finding somebody to join me. Yes. Who's going to that? <laughs> Who is going to that? I, I have. Do you want to join? I have an available ticket. I'm going. I, I asked my friend Bob Dassey, who I know is a big prog rock fan. Yeah. And I believe Jethro Tull is prog rock. So I asked him, telling him, here's the description of the show. Uh, well, we don't have to stay the whole time. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. And uh, he's curious. I, but I don't think I think I might have misjudged that he's a progress that this that he is interested in this because of his interest in progress. So he likes. Yes. Uh huh. He's Rush. a big fan of Peter Gabriel, which I don't know. If, is that pro- I wouldn't call it. Well, I guess the the early one, early Gabriel. Yeah. Genesis. Was right. 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 So that's what rock. he's heavily into that. Marillion's probably his favorite band. Oh, well, maybe I'll talk to him about Marillion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when is the date, sir? October the 15th. I'll be the Pantages. What day is that? Saturday. Saturday, October the 15th. I don't know. If I, well, I'll, 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 I'll talk off there. <laughs> Matt and I are going to see a show Thursday night. What are you going to see? Oh, yeah. I forgot that was the week. We're going to go to uh, the Ace Theater and see Rick Astley. Oh, man. Never going to give him up, buddy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, how do you, what do you do if you're Rick Astley and you've got the one song? He's got, first of all. All right. Two. He's got about a half a dozen. Okay. That all sounds exactly the same. Yeah. I love him. I think he's great. He's got a great voice. I'm being dragged along. Yeah. No, you're not being dragged. Yeah, you I said it tried to, to go. I tried to get you out of it. The hair. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. Yeah, I do have the hair. I, I left you alone, certainly, about it. No, no, no. I was like, yeah, I can't do it. And you're like, and then you, the next day you were like, well, you're coming. Uh, no. I, I got you a ticket. No, 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 no. basically what happened. <laughs> no, sir. You basically were like, no. You were like, Danielle isn't isn't down with this. I said, so. Danielle's a no-go. Right. And then oh, I said, well, okay, we can we can talk about it on the show and, and make it a write-off, so why not? Like, at least that'll, like that's the upside for it's me. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I am curious. I've never been to the. He Asia, does though. a. Uh, he plays drums and does a Highway to Hell, and it's great. Yeah, he does. Rick Astley. He does yeah. covers. Oh, he does. That's, covers. that's the answer to your question, which, okay. which I prefer. I don't want to hear deep cuts by Rick Astley. I want to hear songs I know. Hey, does he save it for the encore? 
What, the, uh, the Howard Hell? No. <laughs> never going to give you up. Go. I'm going to say song three. Get you, get you moving. But then everybody leaves. Doesn't everybody leave? He also does like Uptown <laughs> Funk. You know that Bruno Mars song? Oh, it's song? great. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, like he's he's a good showman. He's good. And he has a sense of humor about himself. Sure, yes. you'd have to. He's <laughs> 50. Yeah. Yes. Looks great. Is it going to be a Rick Roll theme joke in the. Uh, <laughs> I would imagine the Right? Some kind of a. Yeah. He's got to address that phenomenon he's in some way. He gets it. Yeah. It's one thing I know about Rick Ashley. He gets it. <laughs> what if the whole concert's a, re- a reverse Rick Roll? We get there and it's not him playing. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, but I will tell you this about the Cat Stevens show. Yeah. yeah. Now, Andy, you don't know this. I saw him uh, when he was at the uh, Microsoft uh, about 18 months ago. Which was his first tour in 30 years. Holy shit. And I sobbed. Yes. Like a child. <laughs> like a like an actor seeing middle school. Oh, <laughs> I sobbed. Really? At, what, what got to you? The wind? Well, the wind, certainly. Yeah. Then where do the children play? Oh, man, yes. Well, yeah. if the wind gets in your eyes, that's not crying. Your, your eyes are just watering. I'm going to your joke. <laughs> <laughs> then it was an... Oh, um... Oh, very young. What will you leave us? I, that. Oh, yeah. And then by the time he got to father and son, Forget I was it. a mess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this one was he chose to go chronologically. He basically was telling a story about his career. So he went chronologically, which when you do that, you don't really build a show because like he opens with two songs and then it goes into the story. So uh-huh. father and son is kind of just in the middle. Like it's just another song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. When he came out and he did uh, Where Do the Children Play, he started with that. I like I, I was like, oh, fuck, he's opening with this? Like, I was like, I'm going to I can't sob- handle this. I can't, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to sob for two and a half hours? You can't open with this? But I was like, oh, my God. I, and I literally had a convulsion in my chair. And Danielle looked at me and uh, it was like, wow, you're really in. And so I'm all of a sudden, I, I, so I got weepy. And then, okay. Uh-huh. It didn't live up to the 20-year buildup that the other one did. Right. It yeah. was still great. Because you had never seen him. And it, it, when right. you were younger, before the 30-year hiatus. And this was seats that uh, I could have touched them. I was so close. Woo. Very close seats. Did I, he play, I love my dog more than I love you? Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. How did people respond to that? They thought it was okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> they thought it was okay. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of, I think he might have even done maybe only three quarters of it, truth be told. Uh-huh, yeah. But it was, you know, part of his story. And, yes. Uh, Sounds like that part of the story involves his dog. <laughs> yeah. And that was his second hit, I want to say. Uh-huh. That yeah, sounds right. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. Saw Jim Jeffries there. That was hey. not the celebrity. Oh. Uh, oh. Saw Jim. He was there talking talk about gun control. And, oh, uh, <laughs> he's a good man. I like Jim Jeffries. Funny guy. Uh, Australian? Australian. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I also saw. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh. But celebrity sighting. Beautiful. All right, who did who did I see at the? Uh, now we played this a game like twenty questions, Andy. Oh, I love it! Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, and this is at Yusef Cat Stevens. This is at Yusef Cat Stevens and uh, Susan Sarandon. Okay, well that game didn't wind up too. Also saw Bobcat. Saw Bobcat there. Oh, wow. that, but that is not too. Uh, uh, Bob came up and said hello. Multiple sightings. Uh-huh. Uh, so this is someone you do not know. I do not know this guy, but I will not lie to you. I went to look for him uh, because I would have said hello, and um, and I would have. And Danielle was like, "You're going to go bother him?" Like, you know what? I, I, I am. I think this is an actor. It is not an actor. A singer. 
It is a singer. Whoa. A male singer. singer. Yeah. Someone from your, like someone you grew up listening to? Sure. Really? What so, does that mean? Like when you were a teenager. You, Teen- uh, late teens, early 20s. Late teens, early 20s, you listened to this artist. Was it, We he, all did. Was he in a band? or He was in a band, but that's not, you kind of know him more as a solo act. Oh. Hmm. Can I guess? Sure, of course. Is it Mr. Bruce Springsteen? No, it was the boss. Oh, I thought dang. that too, but yeah. that's that would be crazy. Oh. I have a guess. All right, I also have a guess. Yes, go uh, ahead. Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart is it is not Rod the Mod. That was my guess. Too. Is that true? Oh, is it true? Yes, that was what I was about to guess. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? Because you know him more as a solo act, but go, he wasn't go, a band. Go, uh, go. Uh, Think younger, more eighties. Younger. Think more eighties. Yeah, yeah. Huey Lewis. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get more eighties than Huey Lewis. Uh, well, it wasn't Peter Cetera. We know. No, it's not Peter. I would have said a lot of Peter Cetera. Would have fit the bill. Uh, uh, okay. Of- oh, I got it. Who is it? I got it. There's no question that it was Tom Petty. No. 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 <laughs> was the band the band the guy was in was not named after him? He was in a band with a different name. Then he went solo. Yes, and and they they were pretty popular. Band was pretty popular in the seventies. They were, but they weren't like. Oh, I got but, it. But oh, I got it. There's no question that it was Sting. <laughs> it was not Sting. <laughs> Huey Newton. Is this, no, it was not Huey Newton in the lose. Was this person American? I. You know what's interesting? You don't know. You don't know. I, I know a lot about this guy, but uh, I don't know if he's originally from England or here. Huh. That's odd. What an okay. odd thing to not know. I know, right? But, and but by the certainly way, he's once I tell you who US it is, now. you're going to go, well, idiot, he's definitely from. Okay. Right. Like, it's, 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 it's kind of stupid that I don't know Morrissey? the answer to that. It's not Morrissey, no. <laughs> That'd be insane. If oh, I know insane. who it is. Who? It's obvious that it's Simon LeBon. <laughs> <laughs> not Simon. It is not. By the way, this is what I said. Let's check in with Garen. We're never talking about this. <laughs> right, right. Garen, you, you're suspiciously quiet during the guessing. He likes to lay in the wheeze and then nail it with uh, the wind. These are all great guesses. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but we need guesses. more questions. Less guesses, right? Okay. Get some more information. Yeah, get some more information. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, the nationality would have helped, but you can't answer I that can't. question. Well, uh, still active today, this person? He is still active Great today. question. Um, he is still, still successful? Like, not just touring, but like new albums? When was his last relevant album? Mm. Two years ago. Wow. Ooh. Really? African-American gentleman? Re- re- what do you mean by relevant? Uh, it was in the conversation. The pop culture. Whose not, conversation? Not <laughs> your, not, not, <laughs> this is not you and Pat having lunch going, hey, did you hear the new uh, meatloaf? Um, I got it. Who is it? I got it. It's Lionel Richie. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. That ceiling's too high at the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he likes to get up. He likes to get on his feet. Would this be what a, a feeling. considered a hair metal? Uh, no, no, sir. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Like, what genre is no, this sir. guy? And is he was he did, did he do ballads? Uh, no, I mean just it, pop music, pop mm, rock, mm, easy listening. M O R. No, 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 no. <laughs> Your most favorite yacht rock? Pop? No, not even close to yacht rock. So more hard edged. What do you? Rock, but not hair metal. Not metal, but eighty. Not metal. Not metal. Still out there. Relevant album to Still years. Vaguely ago. English. I think. Potentially English. Potentially <laughs> I think, by the way, I would have English. said hello to him for no other reason than to show him a tweet that I uh, sent out. Okay. Oh. I tweeted out about this person's last album. Oh, you. Oh, shit. Sh- Come on. C- country rock? No. Oh, wait. Is it Billy Idol? It's Billy Idol. Uh, Billy Idol. What band is he in? Generation X. Yeah. Oh, whatever. It was Billy Idol. He sat uh, right down the uh, 
we were on the aisle in one area. He was in the next uh, area over. Wow. And I, but he walked right past me. And I, I was talking to Dale, and I went, hey, it's Billy Idol. Then I was going to go talk to British. him. British. Disappeared. He's obviously British. He's obviously British. He's yeah. extremely British. I'm trying to throw you guys off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so Bill Idol, Jim Jeffries, Bob Goldthwaite. So if I had asked you for your one-word review of his last album. Phenomenal. That would have given it away. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I wanted him to see that. I was going to show him the tweet. You liked his last album. That's weird. Lo- loved it. Really? Loved it. Why? Loved it more than maybe some of his stuff from the 80s. I got to check this album out. Loved I, it. And I've heard not just you, but multiple people. I think it was Jen Kirkman saw him at Outside Lands or something in San Francisco. And she was like, he blew everybody else away. He like, is. It was a bunch a big lineup of a bunch of current acts. And he was like, he was. He's great. Best. He's great. Yeah. Huh. Great. Surprising. Where did he? Didn't he turn up some? He he did a commercial recently, didn't he? Didn't he do yeah. something weird? Maybe direct TV. Direct TV, I think. Yeah. Is that what it was? Was it? That Might sounds be. right. It was definitely one of those times where I was like, I wonder about Billy Idol's finances. Did he write <laughs> the songs? If he didn't write the songs, he might not have that I much think he money. might have written them along with that, uh, that Steve Stevens. Oh, yeah? I think so. So he's got a writing credit on his big hits? He ought to be all right. Maybe he's doing fine. Yeah, rock the cradle fine. of love. Yeah, is that a co-write? Rock the cradle. Seems like that song ever. I do. That is not one that I enjoy either. And it was huge. I remember that was right when I got MTV, and it was you could not get they away from that, that video. video. That guy who I always thought was the guy from Murphy Brown. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, the boss Miles. Yeah, I thought it was Miles from Murphy Brown. Yeah. That wasn't him. Is it not? I don't know. I like. Maybe it was him. I thought it was him too, for sure. Garen, look that up. Who was the guy in the rock? The now, crowd? who did I see this morning? Who did I see on the way here? Oh, celebrity strong word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Walking across the Larchmont. Walking across the Larchmont. Walking across the Larchmont. You this are was a, I was in my, someone you know? I was in my vehicle. I do not know him, but I've, I've seen this gentleman perform in a play as well as part of a concert. This is an actor and singer? You know him as a singer, but okay. I saw him in a play. Uh-huh. As well, uh-huh. and I think he uh, got good reviews, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but he's 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 made his name as a singer, a band or against, a solo, solo, and again, celebrity, very strong, <laughs> very strong, very I mean, strong. I, I saw him on a. Uh, it was a lineup of many many performers uh-huh. at the Staples Center. A singer songwriter. I think he's best known for covers. Best known for covers. Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> no, he's and a huge celebrity. actor. Um. High point of success. I'll give you the initials. All right. CM. 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 You're right. Constantine Marillis. Oh. <laughs> That's who I saw this morning. Walking across Larchmont. I was like, how do I know that guy? Oh, you don't. Does he you still, don't. You don't still have the hair? Him. Does he still have the long Looks hair? Looks great. Yeah. Looks great. All right. I uh, I'm surprised that you were able to uh, 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 identify. Uh, yeah, come to a place of certainty that what you were seeing was Constantine Morales. <laughs> I could see myself going, "Is that uh, that guy? Maybe that's uh, no." This then, was you know you know Constantine. Yeah, really, <laughs> absolutely. You're not going to make no second guessing Constantine Morales when he's lit up your television screen for 26. I saw him in. in uh, uh, What'd uh, you see him in? What place? Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, sure, he must have been great. You know who I saw in Jekyll and Hyde? <laughs> 
Can I wait? I, I can guess. All right. I, in fact, I've seen Bach. it twice. Yes, Sebastian Bach. I was about to say, was he in Skid Row? <laughs> yeah, you saw it twice with him. No, no, no. Well, I used to go, uh, I used to sometimes second act shows on Broadway. We I'm, learned about that from Richard Kind. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's great fun. You just kind of mill around outside with the uh, intermission crowd and then sneak in and find an empty seat. And uh, I saw the second half of uh, a Liza Minnelli show that way. <laughs> it was b- fucking bizarre. Why? Um, she had had a hip injury and, uh, so she had these, uh, backup dancers dancing on either side of her as she sat in a stool and did the choreography as best she could for oh, the stool. Oh no, weird, <laughs> weird. Wow. And, and the show was mostly, um, she was showing clips of, of her family. And so it really felt like a therapy session. Like she's showing like old home movies of her mom and dad and telling stories and then singing songs. It was like. There's a lot of unresolved stuff on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) But Jekyll and Hyde, I saw it with the the non-name. I saw the second act of it with the non-name guy. And it cracked me up so much. I was telling some friend. And then Sebastian Bach joined the cast. And I was like, it was funny without him. That was going to be so fucking funny. And the first time we went, like, the place was empty. And so I I just sat there. And I I must have been with somebody. Just laughed the, the entire way through it. And then the second time I went with this other guy who I told how funny it was. But there were only like two available seats and we were crammed in, surrounded by people and we're laughing so hard. But now we're surrounded by people who paid a lot of money for tickets. And I remember the guy next to me giving me such a fucking dirty look. Oh, like, yeah. Where did you come from all of a sudden here the second <laughs> act to tackle at this show? What's this about? You did not care for the show. It's it was so dumb. I mean, it, it culminates in a duet between Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Sure. So, as you know, you've seen it. And and the, the way that they pull it off is that, like, the actor has, you know, long hair or a wig. And then when he's when he's Dr. Jekyll, it's like in a ponytail. And then when he's Mr. Hyde, he turns the other way. And now it's falling down in his face. Oh, just so awful. he's wearing half a ponytail. He's wearing half a ponytail somehow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Who was doing it in Toronto when we were up there? We saw the the oh, billboards. Who was doing it? It was somebody as ridiculous as Sebastian Bach. Shit. I know Hasselhoff oh, wait. did it. Was this Peter Cetera? No, he doesn't do no? that. <laughs> Damn it. And he's 70. Whatever. The doctor's the first song of the second act, which is like all the citizens of London singing a song, Murder in the Night, It's a Nightmare, <laughs> with this like <laughs> choreography with these umbrellas. And they, they, both times I saw it, they looked so done. Oh, yeah. The cast just looked so fucking done with this. Oh. I don't remember disliking it. I, I, I thought it was a nice night out at the theater. Did I you? enjoyed myself. Yeah. All right. Well, you had Constantine Marillis. Well, I, sure. I did have the magic of Constantine. <laughs> Song of the day. Looked great. Yeah. Gave Karen, a little toot on my horn. <laughs> Karen, can you look up uh, 2015 Toronto Jekyll and Hyde? What was the other thing he was looking up? What, yeah, the originally you were sent scrambling to the keys for something. It was the actors gang. Um, oh, yeah. It was <laughs> Romeo and Juliet and Pokemon Go. That's oh, what it yeah. was, Pokemon Go. And the, yeah, yeah I, it was uh, apparently a miss. Oh. No, no. No, that was a good way. Uh, they like that. Oh, uh, more so than... Than My Little Pony. Than My Little Pony. Oh, yeah, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zoe and Charlie don't, thank God, don't do Pokemon Go. So uh, that was a no-start, non-start for me to take them to that show. Yeah, not even to just enjoy the uh, the Shakespeare aspect of it. I didn't want them to get any ideas about wanting to play Pokemon yeah, Go. No, uh, <laughs> luckily, that did not happen with uh, with Oliver. That's good. Uh, didn't fall for that. Yeah. Uh, all right, we check into the Pop Close Music Info Desk, sponsored by dogpile.com. We say hello to Garen Cockrell, 75 minutes into the show. <laughs> uh, Is that right? Yeah. 
And we got to take another break, too. Yeah. In fact, we'll do that right now. We'll be back. <laughs> Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Andy Daly is on Twitter at TV's Andy Daly, and uh, he's in the new motion picture Middle School, which looks like a lot of fun. If you want to go check that out, uh, it's in theaters now. Jimmy Pardo is going to be at Penguins in Cedar Rapids, Iowa on November 4th and 5th. And then Never Not Funny is going to be live at a whole bunch of places. We're in uh, Zany's Rosemont in the Chicagoland area, October 22nd. Uh, a couple tickets still after the 4 p.m. show with Steve Dahl. Check that out. And then we are at the Now Hear This podcast festival in Anaheim on the 28th of October. Uh, you can go to nowhearthisfest.com for more on that. And we're at Wise Guys in Salt Lake City, Utah, November 17th. And finally, Elliot is going to be doing a new improv show called cthulhu uh, starting October 22nd, 7 p.m. show on that night. It's part of Fraudway LA, so you can find out more at FraudwayLA.com. They're going to be doing that and something called Nightmaresicle, which is a Tim Burton-based uh, musical improv show. So check it all out. FraudwayLA.com is the place to go. For our stuff, it's NeverNotFunny.com and click the tour link or JimmyParter.com for his live dates. Again, click the tour link and enjoy. I sit before you, Matt Belknap, with a clean-shaven face. As uh, as do I. You do, too, because we have a program tonight as well. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, And I'm also uh, getting interviewed for some sort of a... Uh a documentary today. I'm getting uh, oh, so I, uh, I cleaned the face off properly. It's yeah. not just a podcast, a scruffy Miami Wham sort of day. Mm-hmm. Today is a clean shaven day, and I I did that courtesy of my friends at Harry's. As did I. You did as well. Now yeah. I listen. It starts out where I look at myself in the mirror, and I don't like what I see. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's every day. Yeah, same. Here. But today, at least, I had something to do about it. <laughs> right. uh, today, I can clean it up a little bit, make myself feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts out. I put the uh, the Harry's shave. Uh, Cream right into my, uh, yep. my hand. Almond-sized. I go gel. But um, other than that, we are on the same page. And then you, I lather that up like this. And, my, and then I put it on my face. Yep. I run that in with a hot water. Mm-hmm. And okay. then I... Uh, this is a slightly different format. The gel, I just rub right under my face. And then it, it, it turns... It magically You don't up. wet your face prior. No, I do. But I'm saying I don't, uh, I don't wet my... I don't put it in my hand, then wet that. Is no, that what no, you're saying? No, I don't need it. My face is already wet with the hot water. Yeah, sure. Uh, I do it out of the shower, so I'm already kind of wet. Because <laughs> that, that softens the bristles. I'm trying to help here. No, it does. I agree with you that. Gotta, you got to soften Sometimes I do the, the pre-shave before the shower, but uh, more often than not, uh, yeah, right out of the shower. Yeah, my dad always used to say, shave, shower, and shit. And I find that to be exactly the wrong and order of things. by the way, things. there's not a phrase. <laughs> that may be in my top five really? least liked phrases yeah, in I know the you world. hate talking about shit. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Stop it. It's Stop a, it. I think it's an army thing. My hey. dad was never in the army. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who was? The Nazis. And they have a factory in Germany that these guys at Harry's bought. Yeah, they bought it. Uh, They're taking it back from those kraut. <laughs> we're gonna, here's another sponsor we're going to lose. <laughs> we haven't, we've never lost a sponsor, right? Uh, not that we know of. I mean, some maybe just kind of dr- drift away after a while. But uh, Why don't you sail away? Sail, wait, wait. What is that song? Come why, sail why away. Oh, that's Steal Away by Robbie Dupree. Uh, now, then you take that Harry's five blade razor, mm-hmm. soft flex hinge, comfortable glide, the trimmer blade get right underneath the nose, lubricating strip keeps it moving, textured handle, which was always my complaint about Harry's, and they fixed it. The handle used to just be yeah. a little slick with the water, and then right. you also have that almond. Uh, yeah, I never had that problem with it, but I hear what you're saying. I like that rubberized improvement. Texture rubberized stays. I right guess I'm saying hand. that because I still have the old handle, and I. I 
I'm fine with it. Now, it's still just uh, two bucks per blade compared to four that you're going to pay at a drugstore by only the uh, the oh, they do own the factory in Germany. Yeah, uh, where they make the blades, Harry's can produce high quality razors and sell them online for half the price. Now, Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they're going to send you the popular trial set. That comes with what, Matt? A razor, mm-hmm. the five-blade cartridge, and the shaving gel that you like so much. Yeah. Free when you sign up with the shave plan. Just pay shipping. They're going to send it to you free when you sign up for the plan. You understand what that means? Love it. Plus, there's a special offer for fans of the show. Enter code PARDO, P-A-R-D-O, at checkout, and get a post-shave balm added to your order for free. Which, honestly, is the best part. I mean, like... The, the, I'll be honest. The razors are as good as I used to use Gillette, I guess. Um, and so it's equivalent. So it wasn't like a step up, wasn't a step down. Fine. But the cr- the cream, I there is a difference in my life. Like my face is better for using that post-shave uh, I, stuff. It, it, I don't get dry skin anymore. I used to get like dried out. doesn't happen anymore. Well, I can't disagree more. Your face looks very good. I 100% agree. Go to harrys.com right now. Enter code PARDO at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave balm. Uh, that is harrys.com, code PARDO. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. We're having a nice time off here. We're talking like friends and family is what we do. We're all family here. Never not funny, certainly. Uh, we, uh, we're all certainly part of the Airwolf family, right? You had uh, the Any Daily Project. The pilot podcast prod, podcast pod, pod, mm. podcast pilot project the PPP <laughs> right uh huh yes I saw your friend Jason Manzukis uh, he was at the uh, I saw a photo of him at the after party for Saturday Night Live this past weekend is that right hmm. yeah he was hanging out there with my buddy Lynn Manuel and they were having a nice time isn't that interesting hmm. sure <laughs> I think it is uh, that's cool you know who uh, else was there that I saw from based on social media it was uh, Maria Bamford and her husband is that right yeah. Uh, she's, I think, good friends with Melissa Villasenor, who's now in the cast. Oh, yes, they are good friends. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Did you watch the episode? I did. And uh, I'm only... Uh... I'm sorry. Oh, what the fuck? hell is happening? I had a... In, in case something came up, I had a thing prepped, and my phone went dark, and I made a mistake. I was trying to be ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> What, what are you being ready for? I want to know what that was. It sounds like you were listening to a rival podcast. <laughs> sounds no. like, sound like you were listening to yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I uh, I tweeted something. I feel bad that you can talk about it now. I tweeted something out over the weekend, and I got a response from a uh, television personality. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Trevor Noah, right? Correct. Oh. And so I had the thing queued up in case somebody wanted to hear what it was that I had tweeted about. Oh, boy, you really put some production values into something, <laughs> hoping to God it would come up. I just wanted to be ready. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Let me say this, by the way. I'm, I'm stepping all over the laugh that Andy Daly just gave me. I'm like an idiot. Uh, I step on laughs. I gotta, I'm got i in a hurry. Um, <laughs> happy birthday, Elliot. Uh, oh, two years, two weeks later now, is yeah. it? Or? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh. we screwed up. Your birthday present is that you, we will allow you to make that mistake you just made <laughs> without punishment. <laughs> Hang okay. on. Let me, let me check in with Garen Cockrell over to the Pop Club Zippo <laughs> desk. Uh, so, Garen, we're going to listen to Elliot's thing now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on. That's fun. <laughs> uh, uh, Elliot, so what do you... Yeah, uh, 
You know what? Let's talk about it next week. Let's uh, yes, let's do I, that. That's a good idea. We'll talk about it next week. That's a fair point. That'll be the uh, the way to go on this. So, uh, but we you. do we do that. So it gives us time to check back in with Garen Cockrell. Uh, Garen, uh, we'll check. We'll spend more time with you next week as well. How's that sound? Sounds great. There we go. <laughs> and then we say hello to Elliot Hochberg over there at uh, Video Control, the Hunter Matt Belknap, and our guest, of course, uh, taking time away from uh, selling you the four wheeled vehicles. <laughs> Five day money back guarantee. Uh, now, what does that mean, Andy? Walk me through that. If you would. That's a great deal. Look, you buy a car at CarMax. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm listening. Bring it home. If after five days you don't like it, or any time within those five days, you can bring it back for a full refund. Wait a minute. Wow. Full re- I don't have to get another car from the lot. No. I think. I don't know. <laughs> you may want to look at that. I think you get a full refund. Yeah. That seems, you or, that seems pretty great. I think I think you get to pick another car you off the lot. Pick another car from the lot? I think that's... Garen, look Did you up. look into it? I think I remember hearing... It's the five-day guarantee going, hey, that's amazing. And then it was like, I think five day, some... No, five-day money-back guarantee. That that's means, what it's that called. That means money back. That means you get your Doesn't money back. Car. To use for a car on the lot. Really? No, I don't have a clue. I don't know. Either way, it's a great deal, and it's better than you get it when you go to a regular place that isn't that. So you go there, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all used cars at the CarMax? I believe that's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of them lightly used. Some of them pretty new. <laughs> I don't know. Boy, I guess I off script. I'm not the spokesman for the product that I am when I'm free. You know, it's, it's not your responsibility. I yeah, put you on the spot. Not, they did not hire you to, to know everything about it. I haven't bought a used car in ages. I, if I, uh, I, I maybe I should have bought my mom a used car when I got her the uh, probably we bought her her new car. Although it's a nice uh, low payment, but a used car probably would have a nicer payment. And CarMax would have been the way to go. Yeah, CarMax is great. What if I did it every five days? <laughs> Every five days, a new car? Yeah. Great question. Not I happy with this I one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because with golf clubs, be... they give you three. Like, they'll, they'll give you... Is that right? They give you a 30-day trial period, uh, but they only let you do that three times. Uh-huh. So, because uh, they don't want you playing. You know, like, hey, I, the whole summer's over. I got to use three different sets of clubs. Now I don't need clubs. Yeah. So, maybe it's only twice. The third one you have to keep. I think you that's what it is. Hmm. Uh-huh. In fact, I guarantee that's what it is. <laughs> Money back. <laughs> Guarantee. Uh, so, all right, so this weekend you are going to see Jethro Tell. You're going to go see the great Ian Anderson. Yes. Would you like to hear the description of the show? Uh, now I would. Yes. Okay. Ready? Ian Anderson, the flute and voice of legendary classic rockers Jethro Tull, will bring the Jethro Tull concert tour to the USA and blah, blah, blah. The new Jethro Tull show reimagines the English agricultural inventor Jethro Tull with a narrative set in the near future. The show features some of the band's best-known songs and also includes new material and touches on topical issues, including climate change, intensive food production, and population growth. (laughs) See below for tour dates and ticket information, it confidently tells you. And well, you did. You did it. And I did. And he did so many dates. Lots of dates. And he's doing the Pantages. He's the not world. even doing a, like the, he's not even doing the Saban. He's doing it's a big the Pantage. It's no a way. theater show. We are instructed here on their website to please be in your seats five minutes before the show, because otherwise uh, you'll be seated during a, a suitable gap in the show. Oh, I see. Latecomers will be seated during a suitable gap, because this is a theatrical presentation. Yeah. And do you and have you good do seats focus. for this? I have terrible seats. Oh, you do? Yes. Very, very bad seats. Well, you're, boy, you're not doing anything to convince I me know. to go with you. <laughs> There's no bad seat, the Pantages. But also, I'll <laughs> tell you true. this. I have looked up on YouTube. I've looked up recent appearances by the band. Brother. <laughs> what are you doing? It's going to be a tough night. It's going to be a tough night. He, I don't know. I mean, look. I, I, I'll, 
<laughs> one doesn't like to criticize, but he's not singing in the way that he used to sing and knows it. And so there, there is somebody else traveling with him who sings a lot of the songs, oh. but not all of them. And so it sounds like there's an awkward kind of, I'm going to take this one. Eh, you go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> sounds, yeah, going to be hard. Maybe he should just go all flute, like do. The, That's what I would do. Do the lyrical parts flute wise. I think he did that on the last tour. I'm not kidding. Really? I think he, he just did the flute. Was instrumental. Oh, an instrumental I tour. I think so. Yeah, it's hard. I may it's hard be making to hear that him. up. It's hard to hear him sing. It's like he doesn't have the breath to do it. It's an older fella. <laughs> With bated breath. Yeah, <laughs> that's not at all. That's not. It's not at all. No. <laughs> With what? With what is it? With locomotive breath? Is that what you're thinking of? Thank you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> With bad intent. That's what I wanted to yeah, sing. That's what you wanted. And I wanted to include locomotive breath. I wanted yeah. to look. Maybe I shouldn't go Saturday. It turns out. <laughs> based on oh, oh, you three seconds. We're going to have a great time. Uh, I'm out. I'm already out. <laughs> Dazzy's going. There's no way Dazzy doesn't go with it. Wait, yes. what's his name? Bob Dassey. Bob Dassey and Andy Daly are going. Yeah. Dassey and Daly. Bad together song. again. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of inviting Sean Conroy because he looks a fair amount like Oppolong. <laughs> you think that? I thought people people at the oh, show might enjoy that. This guy committed, sure. <laughs> oh, like, he's like, Wait a minute, you have a third ticket? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so oh, I thought, Dassey in or out, you still have another ticket. Yeah, that's oh, right. I thought Dassey was, no, no, might no, not no, be no. able to make it. I don't I know why I bought three tickets. <laughs> that's a weird amount to buy. It's an odd amount why to buy. Why would you buy three? Why did I buy three? I don't know. Maybe maybe there were three seats. There must have been three seats together. I bought them late in the game. Are you on the aisle? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh. Sometimes they won't let you buy the. Uh, you're the you're two. trolling for yourself. Jimmy would go to this show, but he's very particular about seats. Oh, is that right? Bit of a seat, a seat snob we have here. Maybe I'll look up where my seats are. That, like now, now, that, now that you're really interested. I may not really be interested. I think we may be overstating my intent. This has you written all over it, Jimmy. It's a classic rock group doing something no one wants to see. <laughs> in a venue that's not suited for it. <laughs> my beautiful wife comes home and I cannot. I don't, uh, think, okay. I don't think I can go. The only member of the original band can't do it anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Well, it this wasn't is... very expensive. Good for me. <laughs> I mean, that's why I bought three. Like deal. Hey, this is so cheap. Yeah. I get an extra I one. pay as many as I can. I'm in the, re- I'm in the mezzanine. All right. Well, the mez is fine there. Row L. Never oh, been in the mez oh, there. Oh, no, it's horrible. Yeah. Row L's high. Back that, of mez? Yeah. It's high up. I may be where I saw the producers from. The what? Producers. By the way, back of whatever the non-mez is called sucks there, too. Like, if you're, if it's a like a musical or a play. Oh, This might be different. But yeah, back back half of that. Oh, that's a big theater. Terrible. That's yeah. a big theater, and it does not rake enough. Mm-mm. The rake is not. Uh, it's not steep enough. Yeah. yeah, I saw Beauty and the Beast there, and was like, uh, and and Book of Mormon, and not. You gotta have like expensive seats. You really do. The back. Uh, although my my mom and I had like the second row in the uh, in the mez for uh, Beautiful, the Carol King show, and that was good. Those were good seats. Can I suggest that there are some shows where you're better off not having great seats? Is this one of them? <laughs> <laughs> if it's perhaps an older gentleman, <laughs> not top form. <laughs> Maybe you'd rather just hear it and not see it. I don't. I don't I'm interested to meet Dazzy. That's what really. That's going to get. That's what's going to get me there. Oh yeah. I just realized why. Yeah, I was like, God, so that name sounds like some like a character from a documentary about an unsolved murder. And I realized why <laughs> I thought that is because of Brendan Dassey. Yeah, from, that's uh, right, Brendan. Dancy. Making a murderer. Yes. Oh, boy. And he they let out of jail. 
He's out for real. Yeah, they, they let him out. I heard he got a. I thought he got a retrial, but he got a total. No, they, I think they let Brendan out. You just done? Oh, or? I think they might be giving him a new trial, but in the meantime, they're they oh. bounced him, or maybe wow. not. Maybe, maybe they just let him go. I know they're making another season of that show. Oh yeah, because ten hours of that wasn't enough. Oh, man. Wait, it's not going to be the same story. It, yeah, yeah, they're continuing. Oh, girls, that. let it go. <laughs> to the the two female filmmakers. Yes, let, you're, you're, we've got it. I, I got yeah. it after six episodes. Honestly, like it was a tragedy on wow. many levels. But uh, well, but you know, uh, it might be fun to hear more about that prosecutor. It sounds like his <laughs> his dude, life yeah, became more interesting true. after true, true. the events of the documentary. I did see uh, Mike Cusick uh, for right there. My friend from grade school uh, lives in Manitowoc. Oh, is that right? I saw him over the weekend when I was in Madison. Had some uh, very good shows. Oh. Thank you to the fans that came out to the Madison show. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I saw Mike and his wife, Wendy, and a guy named Steve, who I did uh, made the joke of, is that Steve Avery? <laughs> I didn't make when he goes, this is my friend Steve. And I'm like, I was able to make that yeah. to the one of four people that would enjoy that joke. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I'm throwing the word joke in quotes. <laughs> Heavy, bolded, uh, quote, I made, double quotes. I made conversation is what I did. <laughs> uh, Kept it moving. I'm very light. Well, was it sure. Steve Avery? Though? It turns out it wasn't. <laughs> oh, wow. You got out just for your show? Oh, he loves it. Yeah, he likes comedy. Oh. Yeah. And so does uh, the warden. It's one of those stand-up sure. furlough programs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the, the warden's got to approve the comedy, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he has, it has to be a comedian he, he, he enjoys. He, truth me, he wanted to go to the week before to see the Sklar's. Warden wouldn't let him. Oh, wow. And these have to be acts that the warden likes enough to let a prisoner out to see it, but not enough to have that act into the prison. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one a of real sweet spot. Real sweet spot. <laughs> sweet spots. <laughs> it's got to feel good to be in that sweet spot. Well, it felt real good to see him. And he's from TV. It was like meeting a celebrity. Sure. sure. Oh, was that your other celebrity side? That was the other one, yeah. Oh, yeah. the initials S.A. <laughs> Steve Avery. I do wonder what's going to happen with him. Maybe, maybe I will watch the new season just to know... Because it seemed like that was pretty definitive. Like this guy's done. Like there's no more. You're not going to get an appeal or anything. He's just in jail. It's they say he's going to have a new trial. Whatever. Maybe you see this on Twitter as well. Inevitably, in the in the thread, the next uh, within the next five is okay. Now free Adnan. It's like. So just free the other guy that you know because of a pop culture thing? Right. Those are the two. Just guys that uh, some reporter or podcaster or documentary filmmaker decided this doesn't seem right to me. What about Charles Manson? Why is he still in jail? I know that guy. (laughs) Great question. A lot of people do wonder that. uh, Who's the woman that they never let out either from the Manson family who actually seems to have? Squeaky Frome? Is it Squeaks? Is it Patricia Krenwinkel? Or, I think it might be. Or uh, there's one that she seems like she's learned her lesson. She came very close, yeah, to uh, to getting paroled this year. But they kind of, when they said no this time, they kind of said it in a "fuck you" no forever. Because I think it was Jerry Brown, Governor Brown, was just like no, right? <laughs> and her thing was like, oh, I didn't stab him until he was dead oh. already. <laughs> it's like wow. helpful, but <laughs> yeah. Something like that. We talk about cults a lot on here. Is that something you could ever do, Andy? Do you think you'd uh, you'd ever been in a time of your life where it's like, hey, this seems like a good group of people. I'm going to spend some time with them. And then before you know it, you're in? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm very scared of cults. I you, think a lot about cults. You do? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. Did you see, yeah. um, what's the, oh, Holy Hell, the new, I don't know, is it new? It's yeah. A, it's a documentary a on documentary no. Netflix. It's about Conf- a cult. Conflicting reviews here in the room. Oh, really? Well, you know, I mean, the, the source, obviously, that was so This was very great. similar to this. Yeah. This is very source-like, yeah. 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 And that's why I didn't really like it that much, because it was like, I feel like I'd seen it. Yeah. It's just another Southern California, bunch of hippies trying to live free love, and then slowly sinking sure. into madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the great thing to me about the source 
the, the interesting thing about it is that they are able to talk to people who went through it who are seem to be doing fine now. Yeah, like, yeah. it didn't ruin their lives, and they've hung on to some of what they learned there, mm-hmm. but it fizzled out in a very bizarre way that allowed people to kind of move on and maybe start to say, oh, yeah, parts of that were weird. Right. But, this one has more of a dramatic conclusion, I would say. It didn't, but, but, it didn't guess, fizzle as much as it kind of imploded. Yeah. Uh, but it's... Yeah, it's very. I think it's worth watching. Yeah, yeah. If, if you like cult documentaries, it's definitely. Which I do. Worth it. <laughs> oh, do I? Now, is, is Welcome to Lathe that's on my list? Is that a cult? Oh no, you have not seen that. No. What's oh that? brother, where art thou? <laughs> <laughs> that that did you see that, Garen? Right, great. Right. What, what is it? What's yeah. the deal? Is it religious stuff? Isn't it white, white supremacists or something? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what it is. Right, it's like a whole right. town of white supremacists. Nope. Oh, I'm not okay. going to tell you anything. All right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Ooh, is I, it a documentary? Yeah, mm. and it's re- it, it's really well done. Yeah, I loaned it to Matt for about a year. Yeah, I was going to say it back to me after I had my Facebook meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, it's on Netflix. That's the weird part. It's like I had it. I had your copy on the shelf for a year, and then I realized it was on Netflix almost the entire time. Uh, so I didn't even. Need it, but uh, neither did you. Think of, to the, come to think of it, you could have watched it on Netflix too. Yeah, that's true. Get off his back, mm. Andy. Were you a Friday Night Lights guy? <laughs> no. Oh boy. Oh, did you? Just, Not at all. Did you finish it finally? Oh yeah, we yeah 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 we're done. Everybody says that there's a season. There's a season of that show that's garbage. I didn't find it to be as garbage as I was warned. In okay. fact, it was like, is this the season? Oh, okay. I mean, there's a there's a plot line that's ridiculous. Uh-huh. I will. Which I, one is that? Tell, remind me, because I know I thought that where they, too. Where they murder the guy. That's the season two thing. Yeah, that that was a that's just because the season one is basically a perfect season of television. Yes. Uh-huh. And then season two gets into this stupid murder thing. And it's like, ugh. it's really stupid. Like it's it's partly insufferable because you went from a great height of television to that. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of felt like it, it came and went. The quality was a little up and down towards the end. But ultimately, I was. Just you know, I love the characters. So. I, I I thought other than that murder plot, I I thought it was terrific. Hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, we boy, I'm not a fan of this phrase, but we binge watched it. Uh, oh, you binged it about six, <laughs> not even six weeks. I think we did it in a month. Hmm. Watched five years of shows. <laughs> wow, it's really you must have really loved it. It's great. Hmm. It's really great. We're watching Better Call Saul these days. Yeah, boy, enjoying it. Love it. Yeah, yeah he has not watched I it. Watched it yet. I have my problems. Really good. Odenkirk. Honestly, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that is a show I almost wish I could like. I wish I could travel forward in time and just watch all of it because like it's so good mm-hmm. that when it ends, a season ends, I'm like, oh, like I I can't. Uh, every year, I'm like, bring it. You know, I just want I want more and more of it. Um, so you're gonna love. I almost would say at this point, I don't know how long it's going to run, but I would almost say just wait until it ends. It's wait run, it out huh? and then just watch all of it because it will be great to watch it. Like We're that. doing that with Welcome Back, Cotter. And I think it's gonna, I'm looking forward to see how that ends. Oh, did that get canceled? <laughs> I think it got canceled. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Dr. Mel Melman. Uh. <laughs> your dreams were your ticket up. <laughs> boy, did I love that show as a kid. Uh, Does yeah. it hold up? No. Up your nose. Put a rubber hose. No, we would laugh like crazy. <laughs> so funny. We'd wear the t-shirt. Your dad would buy it for you, bring it home on a <laughs> trip. <laughs> I met someone uh, from Europe who uh, the, the uh, WKRP in Cincinnati came up in conversation and she had never seen it. 
And it was like, oh, it was so much fun to tell somebody about WKRP in Cincinnati who didn't know it. And that show, you know, it was a weird thing because they used real songs. Mm-hmm. And then, so it couldn't, they couldn't syndicate it or they couldn't put it out on DVD. Right. They put it out on DVD with like sound alikes. Oh, is that right? Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. And it sounded horrible, apparently. Ooh. Like it was really ridiculous. Uh, and then they did all the hard work of getting licensing agreements from all the original songs. And they put out a DVD with that all on it, and it's like hundreds of dollars. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. So. Do you have that one, Nick Garen? I know you. Uh, you like the old DVDs. I've been hunting it down. Oh boy! But it's 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 still expensive. steep in price, huh? Yeah, it's like 120 bucks new. How that, many seasons was that? Is it the whole series? Yeah, it's the whole series. And that holds up too. Like whenever you see that pop up on TV Land or something, now I think it. Uh, Jamie Carby. doesn't it? I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And I was always like, I didn't know what to think uh, of Lonnie Anderson. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like Andy could have been a Les Nessman. That would have been good casting for you. Mm, what an is insult! That a, is that an <laughs> How do you take that? <laughs> well, he's funny. You okay? You got the glasses. Holy smoke! Yeah, I could have played Les Nessman. Sure, let's re- revive that show. I'll be Les sure. Nessman. Oh, I'd never get cast. I'd be Herb Tarlick. Oh, I'm, I'm more happy to... Herb Tarlick, you'd be a great Herb Wait, Tarlick. did I mean Herb? Maybe I meant Herb. Is that less offensive? <laughs> a little less offensive. <laughs> Which one is the guy with the glasses? Les Nessman. Les Nessman. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing about Les Nessman, when they made the pilot, he had a uh, Band-Aid on somewhere. Oh, yeah. And they got picked up, so he decided he was going to wear have a Band-Aid on somewhere in every episode. And so part of the fun is finding the Band-Aid. I actually love that. I love oh, that man. the actor did it. Nobody it stopped him from Nobody doing it. Him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can now I can picture Les, but I can't picture Herb. What did Herb look like? Herb was the guy that pretended to be. He was the salesman, but he and he pretended yeah. to be like the ladies' man, but he really wasn't. He mm. was kind of mm. loved his wife, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Wasn't that his thing? Edie McClurg was his wife. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't remember that. Did he pass himself off as? Wasn't that his man? thing that he was a? Right. Yes. I'm told uh, thumbs. Ah, I just smashed my elbow. Oh. 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 Uh, not even the elbow. This part of it. What's this? The hinge? The funny bone. The hinge. <laughs> it's not hinge? <laughs> it's a funny bone. I just hit that. You'd think a comedian would know the name funny bone. <laughs> not this one. <laughs> not this one. I stay the, as far away from it as possible. My career has proven that. Aren't you performing at the funny bone in a few weeks? Do I have a funny bone day coming up? Or did you just, were you just, where is the funny bone? Well, there's many across this great country of ours. Right. Oh, yeah. We're doing, I, no, you're right. I was at the funny bone in St. Louis. Thank you for uh, uh, this past uh, Mario. Who knows when? <laughs> I appreciate you trying to save me, but I. Well, you were right. Might have just been mistaken. No, no, it was this past summer. I was uh, certainly there. No, I, I honestly thought it was either this past weekend or in the next month. I was at Comedy on State, Madison, Wisconsin, this past weekend. I, mm-hmm. I'm in my next uh, club date, I believe, is uh, Cedar Rapids. Other than the right penguins, the zanies, and named uh, after Andy's tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 man. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Andy Daly is our guest. He's taking time away from a very busy schedule. Very busy. Now, wait. Review is uh, you, you've shot a last oh, season. Oh, yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And it's coming back when? When is it? I don't know. It's driving me crazy. Comedy Central uh, gave us a chance to wrap up the story, mm-hmm. uh, which we did. And we, we wrote it. And we shot it. And we edited it. And it's great and super fun. And they will not tell me when it's going to be on the air. <laughs> I'm really? dying to know. I keep asking them. Well, it's going to be a weird thing because it's, it's a uh, truncated uh, sort of a mini 
season. How many episodes did you do? Uh, we did three episodes. Okay, so they yeah. got to find a time to do three weeks in a row, maybe three nights I, in a row. We've talked about doing it three nights in a row, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday situation. We've talked about doing that. And I don't know when, but uh, I, I can't wait for it. And there's been some talk, speaking of DVDs, of once it airs, putting the whole series out, all three seasons on a DVD. That'll be great. Nice. And I hope we have like a budget to to send editors digging for deleted scenes and outtakes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because you have a lot of them? A lot. We should, we overshot everything. We have so many deleted scenes and so much fun stuff and improvised stuff, tons of things. Like whole like season long, in season one, there was a whole season long arc that didn't make it into the series. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, not a lot, but it's just a little thread throughout the entire season that at some point we were like, eh. People aren't really going to follow this. It's not going to make sense. But it would be perfect as a as an outtake. Now that that young lady come back, the uh, your co host there. Oh, Megan Stevenson is AJ Gibbs. Yeah, sure. You wouldn't do the show without her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's great. Funny, funny lady. Uh, Jessica St. Clair. Jessica St. Clair, yeah. back in for more. She's yes. taking time away from uh, playing house. Playing house, exactly. What is that coming back, by the way? I can't answer that. I'm not involved in that show at all. Tell me. <laughs> no. You know what? They're doing a weird thing with playing house. I don't know if I, hopefully I'm at liberty to say. You were, on, you were on that. Are you, yeah. You were, were you recurring or were you just uh, on No, that? I think I was just, I was on one time. Okay. Do, they did something where they wrote it and then, then took a bunch of time away and then they're shooting it. So I don't even know if they've shot, I think they've hmm. written it, but not yet shot it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Something like that. You were an attorney? You played an attorney on that, right? Yeah. Oh, right. You were her divorce lawyer. Right. Somebody's divorce lawyer. Yeah. I should definitely bring me back. Oh, there's no question. No question about it. No question about it. <laughs> I think you could even come back as a different character. That's how... Uh, oh, yeah. How that, that's been done, right? Uh, Deadwood. They mm-hmm. did it on Deadwood. Deadwood. Sure did. Barney Miller. Barney, did Barney Miller do that? Oh, they did it all the time. So they brought back the same actors as different characters? Different, uh, different Why perks, not? Yeah. Why not? Well, back in those days, there was only nine actors in this town. So, uh, I think Law and Order's probably done it a bunch. Oh, well, we know from that one guy who won the Tony, or he was nominated for a Tony, and during the Tonys, they showed like all of his different... Oh, so what's a... Uh, uh, he's a friend of yours. He's a friend of Steve Hollander's, and I know him. He's a friend of a friend, but we are friendly. Yeah. Danny Bernstein. Danny Bernstein, yeah. He's played a bunch of different perps on uh, Law and yeah. Order. Or, or a lawyer or whatever. And yeah. He's won some Tonys. A, a dead body. <laughs> Uh, Broadway, Broadway terrific actor Danny Burstein he was a fiddler on the roof is what he was in this past year oh they had zero chance of winning <laughs> why uh, oh, oh Hamilton. Hamilton yeah oh yeah Did you, now have you seen the Hamilton no you've seen it I have seen it yes you saw Lin-Manuel Mayer, 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 I did in it? went backstage said hello is that right absolutely why how did that happen <laughs> I'm a big fucking name in this business this is that's what I don't know a lot of people are in my orbit are, are, are like are backstage chumming you, it up with you Lin know Manuel. people who know him That's, I know people who know him yeah, yeah you know people who know him what, what, what how come none of this we'll talk off the air about me? it we'll, do, oh, really? yeah. we'll talk off the air I don't know I don't want to in case I haven't already he probably, he's probably a fan of yours like he's a There's comedy no doubt. guy really he's yeah. a comedy guy yeah. but he's already I blew it he's not doing the show anymore right yeah, that's okay yeah you're out <laughs> He claimed that he would be dropping into the touring company. I don't know how that's possible. It doesn't seem doesn't seem fair to the guy. Doesn't seem like any it would oh. ever make any sense to do that. The big LA show. I'm really looking forward to this one. Oh, yeah. who's that? Sit, this is, sit those on out, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise is in the crowd, so you're going to sit this one out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, <laughs> go blow some doors off. <laughs> it doesn't seem. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, uh, and how do you know that when you show up? The, the role of Alexander Hamilton will be played by Lin Manuel. I mean, they would I'm have sure to tell it'll just you. be a thing. You know how that is when yeah. the understudy's got. They just have a piece of paper in the in the program. 
I'm seeing it in two weeks. You are? In Chicago. We're, oh. going, we're going to Chicago, and I'm going to go see it. I'm super, super excited. And and in the back of my mind, it's always been like, what if he drops in on this one? Yeah. But it's like the second night. of. I didn't realize when I bought the tickets that it's like the second night after opening. They're in previews right now. Right. But opening night is like the night before we're seeing Is it. that right? Isn't that weird? Why is it? I, I, it's I, opening on a Thursday. Yeah. Is that how it always goes? No. I, but I did think it was interesting that they were. Yeah. I haven't seen it, and I don't want to listen to the soundtrack. Like, I want to see it. Here's, okay, here's, here's what I'll tell you. I, that's how I felt yeah. about it. For yes. a long time, I kept away from it because I was like, I just want to see it. Yeah. And then I finally couldn't take it anymore, and I listened to it. And now I'm like, you have to listen to it. Yeah. Because oh, really? Because it's super dense. You have to listen to it like three times, oh. and then you'll be like, oh, okay. And then you won't be able to stop listening to it, and then you'll spend a sick amount of money that will make your stomach hurt <laughs> to, to go see it however possible way you can. That's really? That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happened to me. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it I is a little terrible. So now that I think about it, just don't listen to it at wait, all. Wait, but you're throwing money away on Jethro Tull. You're going to be fine. You're going to be just fine. <laughs> He's saving money on Jethro Tull because it's so cheap. Well, think about it that way. Ian Anderson called me personally and asked me to please come to the show. And, and, and bring two friends. Bucks. <laughs> give me for that. I'm bringing my son to see it in Chicago in November. Really? Flying there to see that. Oh, yeah. man, oh, man. Yeah, we're very, uh, he's very excited about it. I'm excited to go see it again. And we already have our L.A. tickets. We are. Uh, you do. We're, How'd we're, you get those? We're all in on uh, you got You got the whole season to get those. Yeah, we bought the Pantages. You did. Uh, that's but the this only was outside of the season. No, no, it was part of it. It was? Yeah. There was one package. Now there's a package without it. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Mm. Um, and they're not doing, I don't know if they're going to do another. Well, if they're going to do another package, there's no news about it. Um I think they realized the longer before it happens that you sell them, the more scalping is going to happen. So now they're just like, let's just wait. But they're not giving you don't have your tickets yet. Like you're not going to get them until. Oh, that's the other thing they did. Yeah. So you can't scalp them. No, I can't. But you know what's weird? Why not? Well, because he doesn't have them. I don't have them. Oh. But you could say like, (laughs) I know what they are. Like you could put that out there. But you don't know. Oh, yes, you do. You know what your seats are. Yeah. Right. Because like like uh, TickPick has the ability to bid on those LA shows, even ah. though they're not, you can't have them yet. So it's, it's kind I'll of never see the show. Oh, you'll see it and <laughs> no, you'll love I it. Never will. Do you? Well, okay. Jimmy doesn't really like rap. Do you? Did you ever like rap at all? Mm, I can't say that I'm. No, he's going to <laughs> see Jethro Tull. <laughs> <laughs> he saw Black Sabbath. But <laughs> do you, and what about Broadway shows? You a musical fan? Sometimes, yeah, sort of. I can't remember the last Broadway show I liked. I never did see Book of Mormon. I never saw that. Act one's great. Yeah, you didn't like the second act. Eh, you get it. That's one I, I feel like. It, I wish I had seen it in the first year when the jokes were fresh. Because yeah. if you see it, you're like. Yeah, these jokes are probably really cutting right. edge and funny and whenever that year was when it came out. Yeah. But it's very of the moment kind of. That's part of the package. It is. Yeah. Like it was just here and now it's part of the package. That's annoying to me. I wish it would oh. be something that hasn't been to L.A. yet. Oh, yeah. I wish that, too. <laughs> we all have dreams. <laughs> That's all right. mine. Do you like history? You like American history? I do like history. Okay, well, you're... None of that. You're, you're I, did, I did a sketch show in New York in 2000, I think, and there was a whole sketch about Alexander Hamilton. Oh, wow. That was like, it was annoyingly well-researched. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. There's yeah. a chance that Lin-Manuel saw that and stole the concept. Well, I think there's a very good chance. Okay, that's why we brought it up. <laughs> He's a comedy guy in New York. It's, it all adds up. 
Rob Corddry and I were in that sketch. Was oh, that right? Yeah, that's right. Was that Beer Fish Men? No, that's a Neil Flynn's uh, right. show. Right. No, Rob Cor- I did a show and I cast Rob Corddry in it in various roles. And he, it was um, Alexander Hamilton and a guy named K- Clinton having a debate about federalism. And I don't know. It was funny, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Do you have that script somewhere? Um, it did occur to me when this became a hit that I should find. You know what? Somewhere in my garage is a tape of the show that might, it might be interesting to post that online. I, I would put it find the original it, digitize it yeah. yeah just go here's what lin-manuel what's his last name miranda miranda, miranda. <laughs> stole there's no doubt in my mind he stole it stole it based, a, based on the, the the conversation i had after the show with there's no, no doubt when in my he mind. told He's you there. like hey are you friends with Andy daly because i stole his idea for he didn't he wasn't that clear about it yeah. but he did say do you know Andy daly go, yeah, go, okay never mind then <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> you know another weird thing related to that um you guys know the comedian John Roy. You certainly know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, AST produced his first album, and um, and he named it Alexander Hamilton. Yes, he did. And when ha- Hamilton came out, the sales for his album <laughs> went up because people thought they were getting oh, no. the, the cast recording, <laughs> I guess. How does that work? Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, not the physical, like uh, like on iTunes and I know, stuff. But, then, but can you get a refund from iTunes? Can you go, oh, I, man, I screwed I up. I guess you could. But there are, there were some like angry reviews of his album. <laughs> Why like, would you get mad at you? you? You're the one that fucked up. Yeah. I always thought that was funny. But the, the, the album itself, <laughs> it's like the cover looks like the, the concept. Well, yes. The reason why he called it that, the concept concept was like if spielberg made a biopic about hamilton so it's like him with an oldie time wig and there's like the star like the circle of stars around him like it looks like a movie poster for a movie like that spielberg would have made and so even if you saw in the store and you wouldn't think it was the musical but you wouldn't also think that it was a comedy album that had zero to do with hamilton so i was could you imagine you start listening to that and it's just john roy yelling (laughs) (laughs) what is this why is this guy talking about russians in west hollywood I guess the rap's going to come in in a second. I've heard another great thing on NPR about this. Yeah. Loved it. I love that. Good for John Roy. Yeah. So thank you, Lin-Manuel, for putting a couple of bucks in my pocket. Yeah, but then you gave him a lot of money back. I sure did. Well, not him directly, but yes. I, I, it trickles down. I guess, I mean. Trumped up trickle down. We bought the album and we bought that book. So, yeah, that money. You bought the big book? Yeah. Well, I got it for my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. My dad gave it to me. Did a lot of people raving about his SNL monologue. Did you like it as well? If you like Hamilton, you can't not love it because he basically rewrote one of the big, big songs from Hamilton into a song oh. about hosting SNL. It did like the Steve, the Steve Martin thing of running through the... Yeah, yeah I saw it. And it was funny. Oh, you saw it? No, no, no. I saw, I saw a still photo of him I, in the hallway. Yeah. And put two and two together. I see. Now you, uh, you <laughs> use your, uh, your detective skills uh, that you've learned at... Uh, <laughs> oh dear already lost interest all right uh yeah did you like it like what did you watch the snl i only saw up uh, up to and including that oh, okay and the answer yeah. is yes i thought that uh, alec ball was very very funny i've never seen i've never laughed harder at handwork in a comedy sketch really funny <laughs> did you see that no uh the premise was that he was doing an interview trump was doing an interview and and then they end the interview and then his mic is still on. He's talking about, and then they cut back and it's just him standing up. So you're just seeing from here down and he's going, he's doing, <laughs> he's doing all sorts of pussy grabbing hand moves that are just fucking amazing. Wow. It was so That's good. Funny. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Funny. Yeah. 
and then uh, yeah, that's as far as I've gotten. Uh, yeah, because I had to, uh, like I said, I had to wait till Oliver went to bed to watch the debate last night, so everything was uh, several hours behind. I don't want to color your opinion of it, but I will say there are a couple of other funny things in it. But it's a weird thing that he he addressed it in the monologue, like he's super super famous amongst a certain small group of people and then everyone else has no idea who he is probably and so the rest of the episode is like they're they're not a lot of Hamilton there's not like Hamilton sketches he's or anything. just an act he's just a guy doing yeah it. and he's good at that he's, he's a good but, performer but, but couldn't, you, couldn't you argue that with some uh, like uh, the girl that was in 50 shades of gray that movie uh I have no clue who she is that's a good point so like Right, but but that's but the difference is that movie or that book is in the zeitgeist, and Hamilton. Ha- Hamilton's the biggest thing ha- in the world. It's in the zeitgeist, but I think a huge most of America still doesn't really know what the deal is with it. They just have heard of it, you know. Like they have, but I've only heard of Fifty Shades of Grey, and certainly didn't see the movie. But you know what? It's a you know you you know the gist of it. It's a shitty yeah, it's romance grabbing novel. pussy, <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> right? That's what the guys talk about in the locker room when I'm at the gym. Somebody actually said, didn't some Republican actually say like, well, yep. fifty. Fifty Shades of Grey was popular, so how is this any worse? Yeah, how, how is this <laughs> offensive? Women have been reading; they've heard this stuff. They read about it. Who said that? What fucking idiot? More, more than that? one. Just, more than one. So that was a talking point. That was a that, talking point. That was point. sent out like, "Hey, here's something to say." Yeah, <laughs> blame it on that book. Yeah, you know what I blame it on? The rain. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> What'd you say? Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> what else could have caused that? This? Was slowly falling. Uh, all right, Andy Daly's been our guest. Guess. Oh, this flew by. Yeah. Flew by. Andrew it sure did. Like a bird. <laughs> How was the Black Sabbath show? Uh, you know, it, it was interesting. I'm not a huge fan of Black Sabbath. You're not? I, no, I was just invited along, and I went for the company, really, is what happened. <laughs> and uh, Did you go with a mutual friend of ours? But yes, I think so. You did, yeah. okay. Yeah. And uh, I thought, it, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even sure that, uh, like, that Ozzy Osbourne was going to be there. Like, on the way there, I was like, is Ozzy Osbourne involved in this? It was like, yeah. <laughs> it's the final, the final the tour. Thing. Yeah, it was the final tour. Um, I was very impressed uh, overall with the show, except that Ozzy Osbourne kept yelling at us to put your hands in the Let me see your air. fucking hands. Yeah, put your fucking hands in the air, like, yeah. again and again. And I felt like, well, I don't think he can particularly see me. <laughs> I think I can get away with not putting my hands in the air. I see a few people who aren't. I, th- <laughs> I, I think I'm not going to. I don't want to. It would not be organic. It wouldn't feel right. real. It would feel like something I had been commanded to do. So I didn't do it. And I didn't do it throughout the show. And I mean, like 20 times he he admonished. Uh, the other. I think you're underselling it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it got to the point where one of the people I was with elbowed me in the back to put my hands no in the air. No way. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't know. Up. And now, Mike, I've I've been it's like I've been threatened. I have to put my hands up. And it was not a it was not a celebratory. It was like a okay, they're up there. They're literally over my head. And there's not really any song of that because I've seen them a bunch and yeah. I, I I was supposed to go that. That, that was oh. uh, uh August thirty, I want to say that was the name mm, Yeah. Sound right? September thirtieth. September Oh yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah. yeah September thirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was I doing? Something went down where I, I had to actually get rid of my ticket ticks. You did, go. yeah. Stubbed, hubbed them, ah. and uh, uh, I, it, it nothing that they do like war pigs. Yeah, why would I raise my hand to generals gathered? I don't know why have the hands up. I don't know. Let me see why your he... fucking hands. Yeah, what a strange thing to want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they were very good. I have to say, I was very impressed. Uh, and the drummer was fucking incredible. Young kid they got back. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And he did like a, a massively long solo that was amazing. 
there was an additional musician on the side of the stage. Oh, that one no one else in my guys. party noticed, but I sure did. And I, I always want to know about that. I want to know about that guy's story. You know what? A lot of bands do that. <laughs> yeah, sure they do. A lot do. of bands have that guy off to the side. Even Chicago did back in the 80s. They had a... Girl, a woman named Kiki Ebsen was uh-huh. off to the side doing backup vocal and keyboards. Why can't they let him on the stage? Uh, who did I? Who did we just see where they were kind of on the stage, but they kind of weren't? I, I, well, we were talking about this at the show, and somebody was saying the Green Day has an odd arrangement with their extra because that's a three-person band, yeah. and when they tour, there's a fourth guy who is on the stage with them, fully in every way a part of the band, except that he's not. Right. And he's not on the album covers, and he's not like, and I'm sure that he's not cut in financially in any. Right. Kind of way like the other right, three are. Just gets a session for you. Yes, I'm yeah. sure that's got to be fucking weird. Mm-hmm. I know that you too on their Zoo TV tour, uh, it was revealed uh, they had a guy under the stage. That's what I, it's, I guess Van Halen did that too. One tour, they had him uh, under the stage. Under the stage, so he's yeah. watching a monitor and and whatnot. And that's odd. That's very odd. I just right? admit it. Yeah. What, what? Right? Yeah. I could honestly. The weird thing is, maybe because I like them, I want to defend them, but it almost makes more sense with you two to do that. Because uh, they're an iconic four-part band, but yeah. like some of these bands, it's like who cares if you like. Actually, I respect Green Day that they're like we don't. Yeah, there's yeah. another guy playing. So what? Right. Like this is still we're still doing our thing. It, it, it doesn't detract from what they do for me at all. But to hide them just seems like you're ashamed. Yeah. You're ashamed that you can't carry the load I or something. The, I, I, certainly, I think in the '80s that was the case. Like yeah. they were ashamed to, you know. Oh, we need a little extra help here. It's like well, that's the. Who the hell did we just see, though, where the guy was on stage but never kind of uh, acknowledged? Damn it. I've seen a lot of shows. Yeah. Andy, you, you were a U2 fan. Yeah. Did you happen to see the Innocence Plus experience? I did. Was that? I thought that was incredible. Here's what happened to me. Oh, okay. here's Andy Daly. I, I have seen every U2 tour since <laughs> 1985. Holy shit. Okay. And uh, so these tickets went on sale. And, and, and in the past few years, every time they tour, it's like, oh, am I really going to go? I don't know. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And so <laughs> it's always like half thought out. So I, I quickly bought tickets on my phone that looked like good seats. And I went and someone offered me for that same week of shows to go another night. So I was planning to go whatever it was Monday. This other person had offered me tickets on a Thursday and, uh, I went and I was like, yes, I'll go twice that week. And I went that Monday and the seats were behind the stage and it was not good. (laughs) And it was so fucking loud that my next day was ruined. Oh wow! (laughs) It was because I was close, but behind the stage. And it was so loud that I then told the person with the Thursday tickets, no thanks. Oh, Oh. and I I was like, I don't think I can watch it again. And then that person's seats were fucking incredible. Apparently like right on the floor. (laughs) Well, that's the thing that show, if you weren't, if you weren't in a position, a position to see that screen, that's a catwalk also. Yeah. Then I don't, it's a totally different experience. But to me, that was, I mean, I think it was a great show for a lot of reasons, but that was one of the most, impressive and mm-hmm. cool things about it for me and we got super lucky we a fan of ours gave us tickets oh man and then they were kind of nosebleeds and then we're one song in a guy comes up the aisle and he's guys you, you want some upgrades what? and we got upgraded to like right above the floor at the 50 yard line basically it was half court whatever fascinating yeah wow and uh they were the absolute best seats you could ever yes, want we could not have had <laughs> the show better two seats because like we were halfway between the little circle stage and the other stage and we could see everything happening uh side to side on the oh catwalk my God. and it was 
the, maybe the one of the best concerts I've ever Top seen. Top five oh. shows for me. Top yeah. five. I think I would have had a very good time if I had gone to that uh, Thursday show, but that. I was really like, I don't think I can watch it a second time. Yeah. Boy, Did boy. I enjoy it. I went a second time and loved it. Yeah? Loved it as yeah, I screwed up. Yeah, you made a big mistake. <laughs> you made a big mistake when you took the wedding vow. All right. Uh, Andy Daly is our guest. Now, Andy, I'm going to tell you this on the air before we end. Uh, just very mm. quickly, back to Black Sabbath. Not that anybody gives a shit, yeah. uh, but I want to be very clear that I... Uh, I uh, do not care for Ozzy Osbourne with Black Sabbath. Oh. But I love Ozzy Osbourne solo. Isn't that interesting? Don't care for Ronnie James Dio solo. I love him when he was with Black Sabbath. This is a riot. What do you think of that? (laughs) I think it's a a riddle. (laughs) What do you think of that? (laughs) Very strange. Yeah. Very strange. Real strange. But I would have been there. I would have been there that very night. So when I saw you uh, you uh, posting on the Facebook or whoever Uh was doing that uh, in your party, it was like, uh, oh, damn it. I could have seen some friends there. Oh, uh, yeah. But did did you ever see... Black Sabbath with Ozzy? Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. Absolutely. It was fun. They sounded great. They were doing a nice job with their instruments. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tony Iommi, that geezer butler, they're all up there. Good. That fifth strange guy, who's that guy? (laughs) We still don't know his name. (laughs) The man in the shadows. Right? Speaking of the man in the shadows, let's check in with Garen Cockrell. (laughs) Over at the Pop Culture. All right, on behalf of the Pop Culture Reads, Garen Cockrell over there at the Mission Control. That's Elliot Hoper, the Hunchback Bellnap, our friend Eddie Daly. My name is Jimmy Pardo. We will see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. What's up? This is Hannibal Burris, and I got a new podcast coming out soon on the Earwolf Network. It's called Handsome Rambler. It's going to be me talking about life on the road. Sports, relationships, philosophy, books, anything can happen on The Handsome Rambler. It's going to be an extravaganza. Check it out, The Handsome Rambler, coming soon on the Earwolf Network. You know what it is. Ah.